Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my spectacular co-host. We've got the one and only Sublime Manic. Hello. Happy. As far as I'm concerned, let me tell you. So we're recording this on what most people would call 11th. Uh, the 4th of November. Yes. As far as I'm concerned, it's just October 35th. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I'm very close to, uh, to putting up some Christmas lights. I, I actually have a story for this. I, I, I'll so, tell, I'll tell you. Yeah, I, I'll tell you as well. But like, November is the worst month. Like, we should give half of it to October and half of it to December. Oh, actually, I disagree. I have another theory. But, uh, but we also have Seth Vilo, uh, the Lord of the Land. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> But uh, I hopefully your feelings about November are okay. My feelings about November are shockingly neutral. Wow. Hooray. Okay. All right. I am ready to have a pumpkin spice peppermint latte. I'm very confused. <laughs> uh, welcome to the Puckle Podcast, though, where we talk everything Pokemon from the trading card game to the video game to everything in between. Uh, I am very happy to be here. Uh, uh, thankfully, okay. I, I'm done with traveling for a very long time. Thank goodness. Good for you. Freaking Man. everywhere. Gosh. I know. Dude, it's actually awful. It's actually really... The number I mean, of places yeah. I've been this year... Like, I don't know. A year ago, I thought to myself... I Like, if you would have told me a year ago, like, oh, you're going to travel this much next year, I would have been like, that sounds sweet. <laughs> uh, and, like, right now, I'm just like, I just I just want to sleep in my bed. Yeah. I, I just I just want to sleep in my bed. I'm I'm really tired, guys. I'm sick of this. Oh, the places you'll go. I didn't mean it like that when they read it at my graduation. Yeah, gosh, it, dang right. It. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's not even that. Like, wait, it, like the amount I've been traveling for work makes it so that like I don't want to travel for vacation. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh, I hate that. I, you know, airplanes suck. Airplanes suck. Uh, Ugh. I've just gotten to the point where like I've broken on airplanes. Like I, I, I used to never be able to sleep on a plane. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. And I used to never be able to sleep on a plane. Now I just fall asleep on them magically. Yep. The number of times a stewardess or flight attendant have like pushed me back into my seat this year <laughs> is so high because I'll like fall asleep into the aisle. Yep. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's a new level. Yeah. You gotta get those get uh, get pillow things that so, keep you in place. So I used to, I got, I couldn't do the old neck pillows. I did, uh, this is like. Try a turtle. Try no, a so, turtle. So I bought a turtle. Uh, a turtle for my. Is that that thing that's it's like, a type of neck pillow. That it's a neck pillow. The, oh, if you're, if you're okay. a side sleeper, it is the best neck pillow. Uh, oh, for airplanes. Yeah, for, for, I have one. For okay. airplanes, I I so I bought I one right now. I bought one for my flight to Japan in uh, uh 
like a month ago now, I guess. And I, uh, it, it was certainly helpful, but like, I'm just, it doesn't really matter anymore. I've just broken, I'm just broken on airplanes now. Like I can just do whatever on an airplane. I have, I have no social awareness. I just sleep when I want and, uh, do things. I just, but I just yeah. Googled turtle pillow and I got a bunch of like Halloween. I mean, you're never going to see those people again. So who cares? Yeah. Well, if you like think about, right? If you, it, yeah. The places I've been this year, though, are like insane. Like, uh, I've been to San Antonio, Seoul, South Korea. One of those is much more interesting than the other. Yeah, yes. <laughs> San Antonio is actually pretty cool. I actually really like it. And having lived there, I, yeah, that's I, fair. you know, that's something fair. loses the inci- excitement once you've lived there. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, as, being, soon. as a tourist, it's actually pretty fun. Um, yeah, the Riverwalk's yeah, cute. The Riverwalk you know, is cute. Yeah. I don't know that I would live there, but like, it's very cool. Um, and then I went to, so uh, thankfully I had a break after South Korea, uh, but the first two were like back to back. And then the one after that, I went to Santa Barbara, California. Um, then I went to Buffalo, New York. Um, that one was the worst of them all, I think, was the Buffalo, New York one. <laughs> Though I did have the I original, I had the original Buffalo Wings. So that was the cool. original Buffalo Wings. Okay, there you go. Yeah. So that was actually it's pretty the fun. the weirdest pillow I've ever seen. Oh yeah, that gosh. pillow is pretty cool. Uh, and then I went to, uh, then I went to Madison, Wisconsin. Actually, that was the worst one. Uh, <laughs> Madison, Wisconsin. Actually, the downtown Madison, Wisconsin is kind of a blast. Like, the bars are pretty fun. And then from there, I went to Japan, which was a good time. Mm-hmm. That was actually very relaxing. And then I went uh, this recently, this week, I went to Washington, D.C. Yeah. Yeesh. Yeah. Oh, tell me about it. That doesn't include also, like, my trip back home to Seattle to see my in-laws. Terrible traffic. Yeah. it do D.C., I don't know how you get around. Like, D.C., my favorite part about it is the metro. Because you can get most places that you need to go just on the metro train. So hmm. that's that's what I did when I was there. I that's love that nice. about the East Coast. I feel like they have generally yeah. really good uh, They, they have decent transport. transport. Yeah, they have diff- decent public transit. It's also pretty cheap, actually. I was actually very surprised. I, I never travel wow. at, like, peak hours. But it's, like, 250 to take the D.C. metro, like, anywhere it, off peak hours. Hmm. That's not bad so, at all. Yeah, it's actually pretty reasonable. Uh, but yeah, uh, we're here for a Pokemon podcast, not for Thatcher's yeah. Travel Adventures. Uh, welcome uh, to yeah, welcome to Pokemon Underground Travel. You know, maybe we're speculating where the next world will be. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally, uh, we brought gonna, it home. It's gonna it's be gonna be in Seoul. That'd be cool. Madison, Wisconsin. Oh, yeah, Seoul. Yeah, Atlanta, yeah. Georgia. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's gonna be pretty close to Atlanta, Georgia, and New Orleans. Like, that's I not mean, for NAIC, yeah, that's for not NAIC, bad. That's not I'm, bad. I'm considering taking an Amtrak to that just because I want to ride a train. Dude, I love... Yes! I love I, trains. Has anybody ever trains wanted... Cool. Okay, so, like, I've totally just wanted to take the Amtrak train for a vacation. Yeah. Like, from Chicago same, from same. Chicago to somewhere else. Like, I don't I care where that is. I just want to take it as far as I can. Like, uh-huh. on the coast, down the coast. Because if yes. you... I, I legitimately thought, I, like, planned a trip... That I thought would be awesome of taking the Amtrak from you can go from like Chicago to I'm going to put San Francisco in quotes. Uh, and I'm not uh, asking for there to be a murder, but if there is a murder, <laughs> I'm not going to be mad about it. Murder on the Amtrak Express. I'm I'm kind of ex- <laughs> I, I'm kind of excited at the idea because like you lose cell phone reception. Yeah, and, and you get cut off from the world during a lot of it. I just uh, love looking outside of a train. I know, and you get to see a bunch of cool so stuff, cool. and the dining is yeah. like pretty decent. Yeah, surprisingly. And I I want I'm like you could you could go to San Francisco and then you could take the the other train that goes up the coast, the west coast. Yeah. That's the one I want to do. You That's can take the one I do. you can take it to Seattle and then you can take the one from Seattle 
to back to Chicago. I tell you what, I've never slept better than when I was on the train in Italy, just going from one of our places to another for several hours. Yeah. Holy moly, something about trains. Yeah, we'll play Ticket to Ride and uh, just pick a route. No, no, I, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'm, Everyone I, fly to Atlanta. We'll take the track to New Orleans <laughs> together. It'll I, be great. I legitimately have thought about just uh, just doing a lot of a lot of stuff like that. Like that sounds like a fun vacation to me. Is like right? just getting on the train for like ten days, getting cut off from the world, and just hanging out. Uh, uh-huh. y- you bring some board games, bring some books, and just you just have a good time. Make a model train on the train. That'd be fun. <laughs> I just, I, I just, go. I just like the idea of just being in a situation where you're cut off from the world for so long. Trains are right. really, I, I really romanticize trains in a way that makes yes. no sense. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I get so caught up on those YouTubers that like show you the video, like this is the video of like, here's my trip taking the train for three days. And I'm just yeah. like, I'm like, man, I yes. kind of want to do this. <laughs> I want this so much. I, I really want to go, like, I want to do, um, uh, what is it called? It's like the Emerald something. It's whichever one goes from Chicago to Seattle. I want to do that one like in the winter because you get to see mm. like you get to see like North Dakota and South Dakota in the winter. And I love seeing like the plains in the winter is beautiful. And you get to see like the snow in the mountains and stuff like that. And then additionally, there's the uh, I also like kind of the idea of like feeling warm and cozy on the train as like we're going. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, get some hot cocoa. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and then I, I, I want to do, uh, I would love to go up and down the coast and I'm sure if I did that during the winter, it wouldn't matter. (laughs) So, uh, the West coast and the other one that's really cool is apparently, uh, the one to San Francisco because you go through the Rocky mountains at one point and that's apparently like some of the most beautiful, like six hours of the trip Mm -hmm. It's just, and if it's, and if it's snowing, it's even better. So I, I, this is a trip I have thought about doing. (laughs) <laughs> and we are a uh, podcast about trains. Trains, yeah. <laughs> I love trains. Uh, I mean, I feel like we like. I feel like the type of person who is a Pokemon fan nowadays. There's a very good chance that they were a train they kid. Also a train kid. Yes, they were a train Hello. kid uh, <laughs> for a while. I was. How, how many of us watched Thomas the Tank Engine? Yep. Yep. Knew oh, all yep. their that names. Was my childhood. Yep. Oh. Yep. Yep. I uh, I relate very much. Wasn't there a cask of Amontillado episode? And even if they were born after that, they probably played with Thomas the Train Engine in Skyrim or something. So, well, Thomas. Oh is, yeah, <laughs> Tom, Thomas. Thomas like only recently. Like I'm gonna put canceled in quotes. Uh, they did start like a new thing, like Thomas the Tank Engine Goers. I looked into this recently because I was curious. You can catch Thomas the Tank Engines in your area. Well, YouTube, YouTube started. Uh, <laughs> YouTube started feeding me like Thomas the Tank Engine lore one day. What? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I got really into it, guys. Okay. Heck yeah. Uh, I got really into it. Uh, I because... love the intro section. We just go all over the place. Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> this has nothing to do with Pokemon, but uh, no. I mean, we're going to talk That's a lot great. about Pokemon. Today, I mean, so. there's battle conductors, so like, it's not not Hey-o. related. There are battle conductors. Ingo and uh, what's his other? What's his brother's name? Emmett. Emmett. That's right. That's right. Yeah. They're Why did great. I know that? That's fine. That's fine. But yeah, uh, I I think I'm gonna cut us off from going too crazy. We didn't even talk about November. <laughs> we did but, because it's uh, the worst month. Uh, okay, so I have a proposal uh, because you know how January sucks and it's so cold yeah. outside yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's the worst month. Okay, but you know how you can make January better? You could have Christmas. In okay, January. so here's our new proposal. Uh, Let's give November to October and January to December. 
So, okay, 13 months, 28 days each, two days. Yeah, this, we're going no, to no. change the world. No, my, my proposal was just one year we have an extra November. It's called yeah. November for a reason, is how I see it. Leap month. This is an extra, it's a leap month that we only do once ever. Uh, but from a U.S. perspective, <laughs> it's very great. Because then we get two Thanksgiving. I hate Thanksgiving. Too much cooking years. and eating. Ugh. And then you have to see people you don't oh, care no. about. Oh, no. Oh, that's the... That's the thing. I'm the wrong person to hype up Thanksgiving, I think. <laughs> yeah, I I've, ironically, despite the fact that I drink 90% of my food, I am so hyped for Thanksgiving because, gosh dang it, even though yeah. I drink most of it, when I cook something, it's going to be good. So, yes. Uh, well, so what I usually what I used to do before uh, my wife got her new job, because she would usually work the day after Thanksgiving so we wouldn't go travel or anything. Mm-hmm. What we've did is there's a uh, there's a barbecue chain in Ohio uh, called City Barbecue, and it's pretty good barbecue. I would recommend. And I uh, I would go to City Barbecue, and on Thanksgiving they let you pre-order smoked turkeys from them. Mm. And so we would just go buy uh, smoked turkey from them, and they'll sell you all of the sides. Wow. So it was actually, those were my favorite Thanksgivings. <laughs> yeah, the next time I have to take something to Thanksgiving, I'm just buying it. Yeah, 100% recommend uh, City Barbecue in Ohio. I, I made a green bean casserole once. It took me two hours. It wasn't even that, like, good. This was my first time making it. I'm like, never <laughs> again. So I found the trick to green bean casserole. This is a cooking podcast now. Yeah, it's an everything except Pokemon. Well, there's lots of food for <laughs> Pokemon, too, so it still works. Yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Smoliv. Anyway, go on. The best, there was, we found, I was at home for Thanksgiving one year, and I, I like green bean casserole. Um, I, I'm one of those oh, yeah, people. And, <laughs> yeah. And so, I went to, uh, I, w- I went to get, to try to start making it, and we found it, we were at my grandmother's house on the farm. We found, like, an old can of, like, cream of, cream of mushroom soup or something. You know, from <laughs> probably the 90s or the 80s. Yeah. Um, or, um, and it had the recipe for it, which is completely different than the recipes that they put on the back now. Um, and it and it called for soy sauce. Five pounds of lard. It called for soy sauce. Okay. And when we okay. did that, when we did that, it was amazing. Yeah. Would yeah, recommend that just extra layer of complexity. I'm I'm the maniac who adds a tablespoon of unsweetened cocoa powder to my chili. Yeah. So. This is uh this is your this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna make this a running theme now this month. Every episode yeah. of the Puckle Podcast up until Thanksgiving, we're gonna give you one cooking tip. <laughs> one recipe. That's two for this episode. Powder. Yeah, there so. we go. <laughs> Actually cocoa go. powder and chili sounds good. I get it. I- I'm done with that. Yeah. It it adds it adds just enough and with the pot yeah. size that I make, one one half to one tablespoon or so is just enough. Well, really good. I'm going to cut us off here so that we uh, yeah. talk about Pokemon today. But yeah. uh, there is some news in the Pokemon world. So Woo! let's uh, cue that epic music. Coming to you live from the Lavender Town Radio Tower. This just in. Welcome to the news. Uh, in the news, we've got a few things to talk about. First of all, uh, Pokemon got bored and just announced out of nowhere that the DLC releases December 14th. And no news to go along with that other than the date, yeah. which is actually really strange for Pokemon, in all, all things considered. Like, 
I'd expect like one other trailer or something. I feel like they tried to include both updates in the trailer, though, right? So like that's probably what they were thinking. Yeah, they usually they have been talking more about Indigo Disc in every trailer, which I f- found kind of odd that there wasn't just like here's yeah. a Teal Mask trailer. Granted, after playing Teal Mask, I kind of understand because they definitely mean these to be one big story instead of two separate yeah. things like the Crown Tundra and Isle of Armor were. I yeah. assume there's yeah. a trailer that they have planned, but it's just not until... They don't want to release it until, you know, oh, late yeah, in November. Just in time for Christmas. Yeah. You know. Well, so what happened is yesterday, November 3rd, uh, yesterday as of recording the podcast, um, they uh, released the, like, complete edition of Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, where the DLC is included when you purchase. Yeah. Uh, because yep. I have that for the holiday season, and... I I mean, I called this that they were going to at least give us a date by then, because it's actually very important that they that they do give you that date because of um, the because you can't like sell that game and be like, well, this DLC might come out one day. Exactly. They've got to have a timeline. Yeah. So they needed the timeline. So I, I'm very unsurprised that they gave us a date. I'm just surprised at how they gave us the date. Because it usually comes with, like, some information. But yeah, uh, moving on. Uh, it's not me. It's Sublime. Yeah, so we got a seven-star Hisuian Typhlosion Raids again next week. Um, and its hobbies include burning a big Pokemon and it's enjoying hobbies. the sun. <laughs> uh, but thankfully, it doesn't set up in it. You can only get one. Don't forget. Mm-hmm. So get into it. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. a Suian. And it's a fire type, I believe so. I love that we're a year in and we're still getting these seven-star Yeah. I actually very much I'll actually that. play one. It's such a cool thing. I just wish... They they come and go way too quickly. I, I wish instead of it being over a weekend, it was over a week. Yeah. Agreed. That's my only, like... Because I have things I do on the weekends. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I live a very full social life. I uh, mostly mostly to remind me when I open the game on like a Monday that hey this is happening and be like you oh I've got it a, yes, I've I got know. a day to like make this go ha- I can make a Pokemon for it and then go do it mm-hmm. I'd rather have that than a weekend I've missed it's a fine. couple of them yeah more mm-hmm. than a couple but yeah uh, there's some smogon news I think from Seth. yeah, uh, yeah or yeah, some yeah. general tearing type news first of all in OU the suspect testing for Roaring Moon concluded over this cycle. And that sucker is gone. No more Roaring Moon in OU, which is I'm probably shocked. deserved. I'm shocked. That thing, whew. One, I mean, knockoff really propelled it to another whole new level where it was just not really workaroundable. Making knockoff a TM again, I don't know, was the right decision. But. Right? <laughs> Crazy. And uh, the next thing is that they have started up a new suspect test already for our good friend Gliscor, because the next target on the radar is how obscenely crazy the hazard world is and how incredibly restrictive it is to team building. They're starting with Gliscor first because it had more of a score in the Mm -hmm. community survey. And next is probably going to be Golden Go. So Mm. I could see that. Because both of them together really are the signature of hazards because, you know, Golden Go prevents defog from landing. So that makes any defog user unviable. And the only reason that, like, spin exists is because it's on something that can kind of rally back. So it prevents, it's like the ultimate, like, hazard removal. Yeah. Or spin blocker, I guess. It's like the ultimate. It is. It really is. So that's part of the reason Great Tusk is so good is because it's a spinner that can hit Golden Go. So... Yep. (laughs) But yeah, so that's the tiering so far for, and we're really just kind of focusing on OU. There's other stuff I'm sure that's going on, especially with all the tier shifts that happened at the beginning of this month. There's some crazy ones like 
uh, Heatran left UU, for instance, which left that's UU a weird for NU or came back to OU. Okay, okay. I was just like, I'm like, which direction I can't did it see lead? It yeah. going to RU. Like, no. And no. and Landorus Therian barely, barely by minuscule amounts of points remains OU. Can you believe that? Like that that's about to be UU. I can believe it. there's An been icon, like some serious yeah. power creep this gen. And it's it's not only just like power creep stat gen. wise, it's stat it's like strategic creep. Because I mean gold, Golden Go is powerful. They've been very intentional about new Pokemon they've yeah. added. They've been very intentional. Yeah. They are zeroed in on what their role is, and it's like, real cool. Like, the one that showed me that they are paying attention to competitive was Urshifu. Like, if you look yeah. at Urshifu's base stats, it is designed for competitive. Yes, Because is. they made its speed just shy of hitting Xerneas and Yveltal. Yep. Uh, and they, but they gave it, like, that cool ability to break through Protect. Like, it, they were thinking. They were thinking. Yes, they were. Uh, and I think they still do that. So, uh... But yeah, that's competitive Pokemon. We're going to skip on over to uh, Pokemon Go, and I gave all of this to Sublime. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> I mean, Pokemon Go is still a good time. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, it's still a game. People still play it. I still get ads for it. And I'm like, can you stop giving me ads for this? That's okay. <laughs> uh, so November 11th is going to be introducing Mega Garchomp during a raid that's going to run uh, from 2 to 5. And Raid day. Not raid, day. Raid, day. raid day. You know. The more than just the one rate. And then the Festival of Lights will run from the 7th through the 12th and adds Tad Bolt to the game. And also wow. Shiny Moralol. They're adding, Ooh, they're adding, they're adding cool. like so many Gen 9 Pokemon and Gen 8 starters to learn in the game. I love it. Uh, I so do funny as well. Not even gonna lie. I, I love Not it. Not gonna uh, lie. Not a fan of the Gen 8 starters, so I'm okay. Yeah, that's, it's, I think we're all okay. Like, Fuecoco yeah. is better than Score Bunny. Oh, like, period. They're, they're, they're all it. better than, they're, they're, I said it. I said it. Quaxley's <laughs> yeah. better than Sobble. Sprigatito yeah. is better than Grookey. Yeah. Done. Done. Like, they're all just... Ah, no you can fight me. <laughs> no, it's true. No one wants mono-type starters. Ugh. No, this is 2023. <laughs> the whole generation of them? Like, come on now. In 2019... Meanwhile, my favorite Pokemon is Sniper. Still. But, no, no, yeah. okay, okay. But that was like... Those were well-designed, you know? <laughs> to some extent. Like, those were different. I feel like it's not humanoid for one yeah, thing. No, it's that's less humanoid. Right, so like right? it's not a sonic well, OC. these days. It's not just like yeah, it's just not like uh, a humanoid standing on two legs that you can high five before you go to the elite four, you know? Yeah. Uh, if you're if that's what I'm gonna get, it better be a dual type. It better be cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh Seth, I gave you all this TCG news because I know yeah. uh, Paradox Rift came out yesterday. I still haven't bought a booster box. I need to go do I'm hyped. I have wasted so much money, but gosh dang it, were my pulls worth it? Holy macaroni. Uh, so yeah, Paradox Rift, the next set is officially out everywhere as of Friday the 3rd, so you can go pick those up, and they're in TCG Live as well, and the decks that you get for playing in TCG Live feature Roaring Moon and Golden Go EX. One of those is good. Yeah. Both of them, honestly, are not bad. People just need to break Mm. Golden Go. There's a lot of more work that needs to go for Golden Go than Moon. I think Golden Go is so fun. I feel like it's just like a piece. It's just a piece yeah. or something it needs. It, it's something. And being able to be the attacker and draw support all in one slot is so unique and handy. But Judge Path. Yeah, just, we ugh. Yeah, we never had that before. Like uh like Calyrex Shadow Rider. I know, right? <laughs> but but it's such a good potential. People just need to figure it out. And it's you know, the the set is a day old, and even Japan kind yeah. of got the new stuff 
only very recently. They got so. the paradox. They got like the the paradox Pokemon very recently. Like that that portion of yeah. the set. They got that just like so last, like last week. So it's not like we can lean on Japanese lists that have been playing these cards for months. We're all mm-hmm. also gonna have to innovate working in at real the same time. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's real interesting and refreshing. This was like Obsidian Flames. Yeah, it seems to be the new way they're going, where there's almost almost simultaneous release at some level. There, there kind of is. It's just that the way we make our sets and the way Japan makes their sets yeah. is way they different. They make three small ones and we make we one, one big, big one. one. So. Yeah. So we usually wait until all three of theirs come out and then we drop the one big exactly. one. Exactly. Exactly. But I mean, they were getting the final cards. Like they were opening packs and didn't know what was in them. Yeah. That's that's wild to me. I uh, love it. But I anyway, that's, it. A, <laughs> that's the TCG stuff. We're all figuring it out. And I am very, very hyped because now I can start prepping for san antonio and gosh roaring moon is refreshing i don't have to think i don't have to do mental math it's just and you're knocked out i do kind of like this set just because it changes things like like lost box was cool i really appreciate single prizer decks i I think cheap decks are great but yeah i don't know i also came from like the you know 2016 pokemon tcg thinking cheap decks are great Uh, and i think every deck now is cheaper than a good deck in in 2016 some decks are cheaper than your sky than your sky no shaman. Your yeah, shaman. No shaman. yeah yeah the shaman ex is no longer 50 dollars a card like I, I think the most you pay now is like charizard ex and then you're only really paying for the charizard ex in that deck and if you want to like max rarity it like that makes a whole new level yeah, yeah. i've been watching the prices on tcg player just drop oh, this is yeah no like you wait i until, love it i always wait until monday after a new set that's what like, I'm going to do, yeah. Because they the prices will just tank yep. over the weekend. The only one that didn't do it for was Charizard. Yeah, but that's because of the Charizard. That's because it's Charizard. So, yeah. as y'all are listening to the podcast, I'll be filling my TCG cart. <laughs> Woo! But anyway, yeah. the other TCG news, speaking of which, is an interesting one, an interesting discrepancy. Japan, <clears throat> pardon me, Japan has banned the item net in their expanded format, but we in the West did not the uh, timeline for uh our ban list and stuff has gone by and been refreshed and there were no changes to our expanded ban list and i know all you were sitting at home wondering what is expanded and we don't know either so do you you want me to tell you why they didn't update our expanded deck list go for it do you want me to do you want me to tell you why because you 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 probably know you probably know my answer but uh go ahead because it's a format that doesn't exist anymore so why are we updating a rule set for a thing that's never gonna be used for tournaments yeah Yeah, i i don't think that we're gonna get anything formal for expanded until it's implemented in live so uh i it's i don't think that's gonna happen i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think it's gonna happen yeah Um, uh yeah (laughs) i don't know but yeah so that's the uh that's the update for that it's just interesting that it happened in one group and not another yeah that's that's odd if if they would refresh expanded to be like either X and Y on or Sun and Moon on, I could see it. Um, yeah, I do see a world in which we refresh expanded um, as Scarlet and Violet on in a few years. Yee, yikes! Uh, well, okay. just because like that's when we change the silver borders of these other rulings. Mm, and, that's uh, gonna be several but, years from now. Yeah, no, I'm I'm talking you know the beginning of whatever Gen Ten is. Right, they go hey oh, expanded I mean, back like eleven, but that's a lot. But yeah, yeah that's uh, that's where we're at with expanded right now. It's still the same, you know, X Y on or black white on. But I think I think that's just oof. too long. I'm gonna be honest with you because we're not. It's too much. We're, well, we're not like Yu Gi Oh or Magic that reprint some staple cards from back then either. 
Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, which makes it way worse. But we are like Yu-Gi-Oh! now all of a sudden with Japan having one ban list and us having another. That's that's weird now. Kind of. Anyway. All, all right. Well, let's move on to uh, Puckle's pokey uh, opinion. And our this week, the question is, best shoot Gen 2 shiny? Question mark. Um, and I think um, the answer is Umbreon. And uh, Ooh, yeah. I think the answer is Umbreon. One. I think the answer is, my answer is at least Umbreon. I think that's that the best. That is a good one. They're like, that's one of the best, if not the best. I can't like, pull many out of my head. Um, I had to look them up last week because we had best Gen 1 shiny last week. <laughs> <laughs> Umbreon's a really good one. Which one? Umbreon? Umbreon, yeah, I, I agree. Umbreon I, feel like, really I feel like Umbreon's really hard to beat. Like, Umbreon and is... Espeon's is so bad. It's, it's green. Shady. It's like, oh, they gave Umbreon such a beautiful blue. And then Espeon's just that lime green. I, I can't think of a Gen 2 Pokemon that looks better with the shiny. Because like all the starters uh, are like met like we man, can make an ar- yeah, we can make an argument for like the Chikorita line because they kind of get fall colors when they go shiny. Mm, yeah, that's fair. But uh, like Cyndaquil's, bleh, uh, uh, I kind of like Ho Oh, but it's just different. Yeah, uh, I think I think Umbreon like almost is objectively the winner. That's probably yeah. true. I, I it's stand objectively by that. the winner. All right, well that was easy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Woo. So we're going to kick it on over now, guys, to our uh, Poke Quiz. We're going to quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. Oh, hi, and welcome to the Poke Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz our co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. I'm Mark from the Dunsparce Gang, here to explain the rules. Our fabulous co-hosts will work as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions that fans have submitted on the Discord server. Each question is worth one point, with Pokedex and multiple answer questions worth more, for a total of seven points. The host can use a free hint at any time. If they get all the answers correct and do not use the hint, they can cash it in for an eighth point. Welcome to Trivia. Thank you for that introduction. We're going to jump right into it. Our first question this week is going to come to you guys from Smeargle19 on the Discord server. The question is, what generation has the most time between main series games? Okay, so question with that. Are you saying within that single generation? Like... Within that single generation, or within that single two gen- generation, okay. yeah. Um, so, like, for example, within, within that ge- the distance so like, between yeah. Ruby and Sapphire and then Fire, Red, Leaf, Green. Diamond. Okay, yeah, I just wanted to make sure it. I was understanding yes. that correctly. Got okay. it. Yes. Oof. Um, and it's probably time between single. To, like, yeah, to, to be fair, that like that like gives you, like, five choices, right? So, like, you have a 20% chance if you just guess. Yeah. Okay, so that gets Uh, rid of anything uh, from... Well, that gets rid of 8 and 9, because those both had just DLCs. Um, Well, yeah, yeah, because we're not counting PLA as a mainline game, I assume. And 1 didn't really have a lot of time. You you also forgot BDSP existed, though. We don't talk about her. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't forget BDSP existed. Is that a mainline game? Is it? It's not not a spin-off. It's a it's a mainline game is technically. It though? Yes. Is yeah. it though? Uh, okay. And Legends Arceus and Legends Arceus is a spin-off game. Yep. See, this feels oh, okay. wrong. Uh, oh, no, 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 it is, no, no, never mind. No, main, no, Legends Arceus is mainline oh, as well. Okay. Like they're both mainline. Okay. They're both mainline. Okay, got close. it. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. Okay. So I think Yeah, within 70 days. Whoops. Um 
I I feel like it's something in Gen Four, like possibly platinum to heart gold. Oh, well, it would have been hmm, um, DPP or yeah, diamond pro platinum to heart gold, soul silver. Because uh, there was a large chunk of time. In, in yeah, the only one I'm also three. considering is maybe in Gen Six. Wait. Okay, okay. Uh, there was no... Auras? Yeah, Auras. Ooh, yeah. yeah. XY to Auras. The, That's the golden years. One, the actually. golden years. Um, like, my favorite era of Pokemon. I feel um, like that's more... I feel like that's more likely than um, Platinum to Heart Gold. And then... Yeah. I feel like uh, Black to White 2 was just, like, the next year. Yeah. Same with... Yeah, I don't think um, really had much. Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. So I don't think it's seven or five. I would hope not. Three has a lot of games because you had Emerald and Fire Red. Um, So I don't know if like the dates for that between any two of those games uh, is particularly large, especially because that's so long ago. Uh, Right? Yeah. Time is skewed up. I kind of like XY to Auras. I feel like that's... Yeah, I feel close. like we reduced it to three there was a long drought. so maybe, yeah. I remember, I know there's been memes of, like, the news drought that happened in XY, and XY to Auras is, like, we were waiting for Z, nothing happened, <laughs> the anniversary thing occurred, nothing happened, like, it was something. Well, yeah, let's go with X, something yeah, let's else. say Gen 6. Gen 6 is unfortunately uh, incorrect. Uh, uh, the answer is Generation 8. What? Um... Hold up. There there are 735 days between the release of Pokemon Sword and Shield and the release of Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. I don't count that game, but I guess I should. I don't. I guess since it's DLC, we were were thrown off. Yeah. Because it's like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. I guess we should have incorporated DLC because then that's still part of the main game. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Oh, well. It's fine. I mean, anyone that played BDSP, I'm sorry. I liked it. <laughs> I liked it. I think it is one of the. I think it is one of the most challenging Pokemon games in terms of traditional Pokemon even, games. I haven't finished it, but uh, yeah, Seth, we should we should play it. We should play together. Was it one of the most fun? Uh, it's one of the most faithful remakes. Wow, that's sure. <laughs> I had. I I'm very I'm very biased, but I don't want to have that discussion yeah, during the trivia okay, segment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. I'm going to give you this question from the once and future gamer. Which was the only trainer card to be part of the jungle Pokemon TCG expansion? Uh, there was only ooh. one training card and then enti- trainer card in that entire set. Oh, wow. No. Okay. Uh, okay. What was um, it? The answer will surprise you. I believe uh, that. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully it doesn't. Hopefully it doesn't. Were there any? No, because fossils I were their own like set, will. right? Uh, so it went. Yeah, base, fossil it was, was its own jungle, set of fossils. Fossil. So I'm like, oh, maybe it was the fossil. Yeah. Like, no, not a fossil thing. Um, I can tell you now, it's not switch. No, that was base. Or also base. Because yeah. I use those. Pokeflute um, was base. I think it was. I think it was. Oh goodness, that's a hard. Yeah, one. Uh, especially because I just associate those three sets kind of like amalgamated, right? As one blob. Yeah. Oh goodness gracious! Jungle, jungle, jungle. It's not going to be anything like there was no tools. No or trainer cards were just that anything that wasn't energy or Pokemon. 
Yeah. Yeah, there was no distinction. I remember because my brother would just drop like three bill, draw two cards. Yeah, oh gosh, quadruple Professor Oak, quadruple Bill. Good times. Yeah, yeah that, one turn. That's how you play the that's that's how you play the Game Boy. Yeah, game. that is. Yeah, you just, you just you get you get four Professor Oak. Yeah, I just prefer to, to play Water yeah. Blastoise because then you can just energy acceleration too. Um, yeah, yeah. It wouldn't be Pokeball. Why wouldn't? Well, maybe. No. no. Okay. Uh. Why wouldn't it be Pokeball? I don't know. I don't, I, because I mean, it's Pokeball. I feel like I've seen it. It and oh, without oh, what about little, Superior Energy it. Retrieval? Mm. It was Superior. Mm. I don't know. Uh, that's a hard one. I don't know. <laughs> Did we say Pokeball? I feel that's, like that's. I, I'm not going to disagree. If he said, why wouldn't it be, then that means it is. He that's said fine. the answer may surprise you. Sure. Uh, you know what? Uh, let's just. For the sake of time, and because we're yeah, blanking, hard. Pokeball. Yeah, we'll go with Pokeball, yes. Po- Pokeball, Pokeball is correct. Uh, <laughs> that is what? wild. Yeah, Pokeball, the only Pokeball one, is in jungle. The only one. Yeah, the only wow. one in jungle. Like, isn't that crazy? What was How in was jungle? In base? I don't, it, it, it's all a blur. Yeah, it's nothing? all such a blur. Uh, the jungle set, Let me wait, pull up I don't the know, jungle that was set. back when sets were like, yeah, jungle, jungle, like, Early Pokemon was great because we got the Japanese size sets. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, I I do really miss them because they were just so much easier to complete uh, to like collect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Sublime said, I kind of just in my head group jungle yeah, fossil base. Yeah, that's just like yeah, the whole one. starting there, of the game, right? And it was amazing. There was there was one there was one, and it was literally just Pokeball. That is literally all wow. that was in it. It was a bunch of Pokemon Crazy. and Pokemon. I feel like the jungle art, a lot of it holds up. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I think a lot of the early Pokemon card art holds up. I think it was before we knew what Pokemon was, so the artist took a lot more liberties. Yeah. Like the Sea King uh, card, putting beautiful. The, the Weaven Belt card, beautiful. The Persian oh, card. Oh, they're all great. Yeah. A lot of winners. They're all great. But yeah. It, it Except was for great. the Vile Plume. Pokemon they did that one dirty. dirty. Eh. I, I don't like that. Well, sometimes I do actually. Like most of the time, I don't like the cards where they just take the Sigamori and, and put it slap on a it on. They're like, that's a I card. Don't like that either. Yeah, they're like three completely. Yeah, the only one, the the only card that I like that's like that is uh, the Heracross from Neo. Okay, I like the Heracross. Remember Team Rocket cards? That was fun. Yes, yes, we are I do. old. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> yes, uh, Sublime. Next time we're together, I got a I got a cube for you. Uh, <laughs> Um, all right. So we're going to move on then. You guys got one question, okay. correct? Uh, without any help. Not, none whatsoever. And, yeah. No. Not at all. All right. This question is your Pokedex entry question from G. McP. It's Pokemon Sword entry reads, its dorsal, pectoral, and tail fins wave elegantly in water. That is why it's known as the Water Dancer. Who is that Pokemon? Could you repeat that? Dorsal, pectoral, and what? Tail, tail fins. fins. Okay, it's got all sorts. It's of- dorsal, pectoral, and tail fins wave elegantly in the water. That is why it okay. is known as the water dancer. Is it Ooh, not Goldeen? Does Goldeen have Pokemon? that many fins? I feel like Goldeen don't got that many fins. It's based on a beta fish, basically, and those have dorsal, pectoral, and tail. It certainly has pectoral and tail. Those are the you know the side okay. and the tail. And I'm almost positive it's got a dorsal. Which is the top well, the, one? Yeah, the those are fans. always called the dancers, right? Or like the pretty ones of yeah. the sea. Is there any other dancing fish? Um, Luminion is the less pretty version. Uh, they glows, but like it's the not original. You know, 
it's not there. I don't think the fins are I don't flowing think, as much. Yeah, I because Luminion is the butterfree of the sea, right? Uh, that's what they call it. So yeah. I feel like, yeah, let's go butterfly with sea of this. Yeah. Or not seeking, uh, Goldeen. Goldeen, lock in. All right. Goldeen is correct. Goldeen, Goldeen. Um, Goldeen, Goldeen. Uh, yeah. You guys got, that's two points Goldine for you guys. So you guys are for three for three. Icon, and I don't apologize. Right. Like, it's really pretty. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Uh, yeah. The the second entry we had for you guys this week was from Pokemon Moon, and it reads, uh, Spellbound by the length of its horn and the beauty of its fins, many strange trainers raise this Pokemon, and nothing but this Pokemon. Wow. That would yep. have made it much harder. <laughs> it's got a very, very short dorsal fin, but okay. Like, I just it think of its tail fin is, like, the pretty part. Yep. Yep. All right. Your next question is your multiple answer question. You can get up to three points here. There are, uh, how many answers here? Uh, I'm going to give you this question and it's going to have five answers. I only need three of them to get you full credit. One point for answer you give me. Uh, this is from the egotistical Elekid at Windon Stadium. There are six monitors above the registration decks depicting oh, no. five Pokemon and trainers. Nope. I'm, I'm Who out. Who are these five Pokemon? I'm out. Oh no. What? Windon um, Stadium is in Galar. Yeah. I, Thank you. You do have the hint. I can give you oh. a hint. <sighs> I mean, I guess we can't. We're gonna have we can't, to, yeah. like, we can't. These five, away. these five Pokemon are non-legendaries who would I I would personally call uh, uh, mascots of Galar. Mascots of Galar. Okay. Uh, yeah, you could think. I mean, you probably have at least one of these on your team by the time you're at Windon Stadium as well. So okay. the three starters, right? Uh, uh. It wouldn't be Zacian and no. I said not, they're, they're not, not no legendary. They're, li- they're lies and non-legend. Yeah, okay. If you would um, probably have one of them, that makes me think it's going to be like the sad, sad starters. No one likes. Meh. I don't think there's going to be like on the on the screen as logos of Galar, despite like within Galar. Uh, I feel like one might be Stonjourner. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you you're going down the wrong path, Seth. That's a Am version I? exclusive okay. too, so oh, I don't no. think they would do that. Um, don't don't oh, think yeah, too hard. Right. Don't think too okay. hard. Don't think yeah, too hard. Okay. You only need three answers. You only need three. Let's test it with Cinderace. Cinderace. Cinderace is correct. Yes. That is one. That is one. Okay. So Rillaboom. That is also correct. Oh wow! Incredible. Into Leon. Yes, that is also correct. That's full credit. That's full. That's full credit. Um, uh, do you want the other two? Uh, I, I'll give them to you. Oh, right. We got three out of five. Um, yeah, yeah, you got three out of five. Corviknight? No. Uh, oh, that's a, that's a good one, though. That's a good answer, actually. Um, that, that is the, a good one. Uh, Boltund? Boltund, right. Who's one of them? Okay. Uh, oh, of uh, course, because it's and, on the thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and the other, the, the other one is, uh, Perserker. I do not because consider they like to use that, obviously. Those. Um, okay. Boltund well, makes sense because it's on all their gym yeah. merchandise. Yeah. Berserker, I think they just like because it's Meowth. <laughs> and it's the think, first yeah. Meowth that like, turned them all into a Persian. So, you know, there's that. Persian, yeah. It's got well, a Scottish accent. Honestly, I wish they'd make a Meowth variant <laughs> every game. Just give me another Meowth. Give me all 18 types of Meowth. You thought Eevee had enough? No. I want right, Meowth. We're gonna, we're gonna <laughs> boost your mental attacks. <laughs> all right. right. So, so that's... Uh, that's six for uh, four question, uh, six points for four questions. You're on your last question, which is your base deck question, as always. Um, and this is going to be from, uh, we're going to do from, say, Paladin. Woo! 
Uh, because Sublime loves uh, Superior. It's true. Oh, um, I do. Uh, which Pokemon with the? Oh, actually, this has nothing to oh, do with uh, Superior. Well, I like. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> I do though. But uh, I got the competitive ability and uh, contrary mixed up in my head. Oh. Um, <laughs> which Pokemon with the competitive ability has the highest base special attack? Uh, and you know what? Attack. The answer will absolutely surprise you. Um, and the superior thing was almost a hint. Uh, I feel like it's it might be Empoleon now. Oh, it did just it? Got that. Oh, yeah, that's like 111, yeah, isn't it? they swapped Defiant to competitive. That's good. Good for them. They deserve it. They do. Um, yeah, they uh, fixed, the they fixed all the time. Milotic they did is, like, not that lot. high, because it's the special it's got defense, 100. right? It's and got then, base 100, which is um, lower than... Meowstick's evolution... One of them got competitive. The uh, one that didn't get prankster, so no one uses it. Yeah, Clamio? Uh, not Clamio. Um, oh no, that's wrong. Um, but I. Hmm. Oh my gosh, what is what does Meowstic evolve into? <laughs> what Meowstic doesn't um, evolve; it evolves from. Oh, so it is Meowstic. Okay, Meowstic oh, is the okay, yeah, yeah, I can yeah. remember the word S. I was like, um, <laughs> uh, I mean, I feel like it's Empoleon. I feel like if it got it, I I agree with that. I do. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, Wigglytuff? No. Uh, no. No. Milotic? Probably not. Um, I mean, we know Empoleon no, is a higher special, special attack. attack is lower than Empoleon. Yeah, so, yeah. I can't think of anything higher. Milotic yeah. is 100. Empoleon, I think, is like 111. I want to say 111. 111? It's yeah. an odd number, I think. Yeah, let's go with Empoleon. Yeah, YOLO. Empoleon is nice. correct at 111 I base special it. attack. Okay. Nice. You I got knew the it, number. It's unique, it is. Right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and number they just two, gave it to it this gen. Yeah. Number two goes to Kilowattril. Okay. At 105. Oh, yeah. Uh and num and the number three slot is Melodic. At 100. At base yeah. 100. What is Meowstic? Oh, I have no idea. It's like I know Meowstic <laughs> has it because it's like, but no one uses it because it's not. I think prankster. it's a cat. Yeah, psychic. It's cat. a it's a psychic type cat. That is true. From Gen Correct. six. Um, it's got a form from the male and the female form. The male form, form is better, uh, we all know, because Prankster. Uh, the, yeah, the, the base special attack is 83. Oh my gosh, that's terrible. Wow. <laughs> and they yeah. made it an attacker, what were they thinking? That's higher than Talonflame's attack. Yeah, but Talonflame don't it, it care, got, we all know. Talonflame just caught the Mark your bingo yeah. cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, that gives you guys seven points today. Let me uh, fix this trivia. And we didn't get we more than out. one hint at all. No, <laughs> no, not uh, at all. No, I'm never nice about uh, those things, sorry. guys. Never, I'm ever. actually, I'm actually a stickler for the rules. People really love it in the surveys. They talk about how I'm really good at not doing that. Uh, uh, how many did I say you get? Seven. Oh, I almost uh, gave Seth negative points. Um, and Sublime, you get seven as well. So, uh, remember, it's a race to forty. Uh, somebody messed up my sheet and tried to make it like auto do things, and it doesn't. Uh, but in first place, we've got Seth Vila with 38. Ooh. Whoa. Yeah. It's a race to 40. Okay. Um, in second oh. place, we've got Linian with 36. Y'all should just do one together Ooh. and share the one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> in third place, we've got Shark Finnegan with 28 tied with Whimsicott, who also has 28. In fifth, we've got Yushiro with 23. In sixth, Sigma with 22. In seventh, Sublime with 21. Uh, tied for eighth, we've got Shamu and Mark with 20, and following up in the rear is Claude 9 with 12. Woo. So, yeah, it's still anybody's game. Goodness. Yeah, 
Uh, it's uh, anybody's I mean, game. I mean, yeah, you and Lydian just have to not be on the show, and it works out. I think. I mean, I just due to circumstances. I are you on next week? Not been on for like two months. <laughs> are you, yeah. All right. I love how I love how most of the numbers are above twenty right now. So that's uh, that's good. Yeah. Exception of Claude, who's been doing just shows. Just to see what I'm on next again. Just uh, you know, for no reason. You know, I may be on before Lydian. Oh, maybe, 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 maybe. maybe. <laughs> you want to submit trivia for that show Lydian's on and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, alright so that's going to be it for the trivia segment if you want more tune in next week for more Puckles Pokey Quiz until then we're going to kick it on over to the topic are you addicted to cardboard like myself and Seth maybe you want to pick up a booster box of obsidian flames next week well the best way to do it is to support the show by going to trollandtoad.com and using code pucklepod5 at checkout whenever you do so we get a small kickback and we really appreciate the support so make sure if you're buying anything, whether it's Pokemon, Magic, Yu-Gi-Oh, you can head on over to trollandtoad.com and use code PucklePod5 at checkout. Get a 5% kickback for using the code and supporting the show. We appreciate everything you guys do, and we will catch you on the flip-flop. Welcome to the topic. Our topic today is top five and bottom five steel types. I love these. Uh, for those of you who haven't been to one of these shows before or listened to one of them, uh, we have one for, I believe, uh, this is the 16th, <laughs> Whoa. which is kind of, which is kind of crazy to think about. Uh, I, I like when we started doing these and I was like, yeah, we'll do like one a month. I'd never thought about the end being near right when we started it, but the end is near. Granted, we have ideas on how to like keep this series going further. <laughs> I am very excited. I, I can't wait until we have like that full list of like yeah. every type. Because well, one we have to fix the flying type one. I was not there for that, and I did not get to supervise. <laughs> you need to correct some errors, and we're all upset about that. There needs to just be one episode, like the nineteenth episode, has to be us just like going through all the lists and fixing them and disagreeing. <laughs> the um actually episode. <laughs> the um actually episode. Um actually, this doesn't belong here. All right. Well, we're gonna go through uh, the steel type Pokemon. We're gonna pick our top and bottom five. Uh, each round, uh, well, not round, but what I mean is we're each going to take a turn uh, nominating a top and a bottom top uh, Pokemon from the type, uh, and then we're going to go ho- go ahead and build our list. Um, we do all have to come to, like, mostly an agreement that it belongs on the list before it gets added. Um, so if there's a strong enough disdain from one person or even two people, we can just, this Pokemon's just not showing up. Mm-hmm. So uh, without further ado, I think we should just start. I, I have a couple. Go. Go for it. Hit us. You go first. So I'm going to go, I go, I think this one's an easy slam dunk for top steel type. And I think that's Aegislash. That's fair. Yep. Absolutely. No one can deny its impact. It's like, oh my God, right? Popularity. It's a sword and shield. It's sword and shield. I just remember being, I, I, they didn't actually make it in sword and shield, did they? No, they did. It's not in that game. No, it did. It did make it in. It did make it in, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cause, uh, Leon had one. Yeah. That's what's so cool. Cause like, yeah, I'm a fan of it on Leon's team. It's from X and Y, but like. I was really hyped because, like, when I played X and Y for the first time, because they had shown us Hone Edge and maybe Dewblade before the launch of the game. I think they had shown Dublade because people were afraid that it was going to turn into three swords. And then they said, oh, no, you thought we were doing that, but no, no, no. Shield. Yeah. Joke's on you. I just thought I just thought Hone Edge was such a cool Pokemon and Ghost Steel typing is just such a cool type. It's such a strong type. A stupidly strong type. It's such a cool type. So I, I like went out of my way to catch. I remember my playthrough. I went out of my way to go, like go catch a Hone Edge and then get to Aegislash as soon as possible. 
Agreed. I Something I learned very recently, because I used to do this, I used to collect all of the uh, guidebooks for Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Like, they, like, at the launch of the game, they'd come out with, like, a hardcover guidebook. And they were, they used to be super cool, like, super well put together. The books would look really nice. Uh, I learned they stopped doing this because I wasn't paying attention during Sword and Shield because I got so bummed out by Dexit mm-hmm. that they just stopped doing them. Oh, wow. Isn't that a bummer? I mean, the internet has just... No, that, that's true, but I kind of just like having them on my shelf, because I remember having the X and Y one and, like, learning how to get Aegislash. I hear that. Yeah, I remember those. Uh, from my Dewblade, because I was just like, I need to know how to evolve this. Yep. It was, you know, Dusk, it, Dusk Zone, so it was pretty easy. But yeah, okay, I think Aegislash is a slam dunk, though. Easy choice. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. And the shiny is gorgeous. I spent three months breeding to get a shiny one. The black sword. Oh. Okay, so now now we need a bottom. And I think there's a lot of cool uh cool steel types i like i think like some types these are you know slightly above average in terms of all of the pokemon uh-huh so so this is a hard choice for me to make uh but i'm gonna say a lowland dug trio hmm. uh because it's just dug trio with hair but it's really fabulous hair it's gorgeous it's great hair a lowland diglet i think would yes i agree a lowland dug trio has at least something unique Alolan Diglett just has, like, a cowlick, but Alolan Dugtrio has beautiful hair. I've upset Alolan Dugtrio just isn't Wiglet, or Wugtrio. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it should have been. Let's all, like, yeah. let's all, let's all be honest. But, I, I mean, if you guys want to veto it, we can veto the Alolan Dugtrio. We can, we can do that. I thought about it, but I'm like, I do like the hair. It was also one of the first, uh, yeah. Augment that it's Diglett, not Dugtrio. Yeah. If, if we're keeping a, a rule that it's the fully evolved. He, we can put Diglett, but not Dugtrio. Diglett is literally just Diglett with one one hair on it. Okay, we're going to put a Lola Diglett, just so, because I feel like we're going to have, uh, we can do honorable mentions at the end and see if we can beat it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I don't know who wants to go next, Seth or Sublime, your choice, I don't care. I have one, Um, I have one. Okay, so, hear me out, doesn't exist anymore technically, but it is an icon. Oh no. Mega Mawile. I don't, I think we've only put one Mega on these lists. Well, no, we've put two, we've put two, we've put Char, me, well, we, the royal right. we, put Mega, oh, Charizard, oh. Ugh, anyway. <laughs> on the, uh, on the flying type list, oh. Why? Uh, uh, you're right, we need to fix that, but, um, anyway. <laughs> I mean, can you just, like, what a, like, generation-defining Mega, you know? Like, what a zero-to-hero story, like... It was the moment, it was the icon, like, it was everywhere. I don't know that I have four more to beat that, so, like, I'm kind of all for it. I'm down. Mega Mawile's insane. It, no, no, it, it definitely did. Like, I gra- I'm glad these are two Gen 6 Pokemon so far. <laughs> Mega Mawile. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, yeah, Mega Mawile, I think it's fine, because I, 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 it made Mawile actually a reasonable Pokemon. It made it, like, really good. Like, that thing was so good in VGC, so good in OU, like, it was like, oh, wow, we took this garbage Pokemon and made it amazing until we got rid of what made it amazing. But still, for a while, Mega Mawile was the one. What was real interesting about Mawile in general is, if I'm correct, it was our first pure steel type. Oh, no, it was. Yeah, but they got... You know, no, no, you're right. It was technically the first... And then it got d mono, but like, yeah. It was a Gen 6 uh, fairy type. Fairy edition, which is also a great type. For a long time, it was, other than Registeel in the same gen, but it was the Steel type, in a sense. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, I, I would agree with that. Also, I mean, Steel Fairy is, like, the best typing. Pretty the much. I believe Steel Fairy to be the best typing in all of Pokemon. 
I'm inclined to agree with you, frankly. <laughs> uh, it gets it gets rid of all of Fairy's weaknesses, makes you immune to one of them. <laughs> period. Gives you an immunity to one, which is just dumb. Then gives you a gazillion resistance. So you're saying you're essentially getting you're essentially getting Fairy type for free. It's like all benefits, no detriment. Very bad. Um, yeah, it, it's it's like when you're an electric flying type, you just get free electric type. They combined two of the strongest types for that. Yeah. Um, and for worst, it's right in the name. We're Madam Trash. It doesn't even share. It's like, like, ugh. I knew it was going to make it to this list. No, you're right. You're right. Why is it there? Why? Any list that Worm at Amazon, it's going to be in this bottom area. As it should, because it can't pick a lane. Do you, do you feel strongly about Wormadam? Or like... Do you not want Wormadam there? I just feel so not strongly about Wormadam. That's why it's here. Precisely. Precisely. <laughs> you know something that I learned that I didn't know until the last time I put Wormadam on a list? <laughs> Is that all three Wormadams have different stat spreads. What? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. I just prefer Mothim. They really are just... Three different Pokemon. They are three different... They gave them all different stats. I forgot about that. Yeah. The thing is... Isn't that insane? Trash is way, re- really defensive. Wormadon... Wormadam... They're all Wormadam trash. They just have different appearances, but they're all trash. Uh, actually, Sandy Cloak has more physical defense, and Plant Cloak has more special defense than Trash Cloak. Oh. I guess Wormadam trash is neutral. I don't know. It's like Registeel in between the two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you look at these stats, they're wild, and they make no sense to me, but they exist. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very confusing, but yeah, I yeah, Wormadam Trash belongs in the trash. <laughs> you know what's even worse? It's like, Burmy's kind of cute when it changes its colors, and then like you get to Wormadam, and you're just like, what are you? I do really like that it's based on a very, very real-life animal that does the very, very real-life behaviors that Burmy does. Wormadam is a very good step from Burmy for reflecting the actual bagworm animal so that is that is very notably cool if we're talking from like an ecological representation standpoint wormadam is 10 out of 10 but gosh i think it's just trash i think it's literally just a trash pokemon it's in the name yeah it's in the name all right well uh seth it's up to you we haven't we haven't had a stinker yet so all right i i have a very obvious opinion and then a very controversial opinion okay okay so here for it number first of all starting with the top one i don't think this one's too difficult um you know it was one thing you collect a bunch of things and it became steel i'm talking golden go the pokemon that ate a thousand dollars it looks so goofy became one of the coolest pokemon it looks so goofy exactly and it's happy i wish it didn't look like string cheese i love him so much it looks so dumb. I know a lot of people like it for that reason. Um, and he surfs. It's so cool. Okay, why does he surf? I feel like that's such an odd addition. Because he's just got coins. He can. It's it's showing that he can not only like is the coins, but he can kind of control them, almost like an extension of his body. And we decided we decided surfboard was the way to do that. Yeah, it's a good fast way of locomotion. He's one of the few Pokemon that can keep up with you if you have him out. Was this your controversial pick or your easy pick? No, no, this was the easy pick because he's just made of money. Uh, what? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> he's a ghost inhabiting a thousand coins. He is a hive mind. 
Oh, I feel like you thought that was going to be a slam dunk. I thought it was. Wait till you get to the controversial. My gosh. Apparently. And I'm like, you pick the wrong people to make that argument with. If Linian was here, you would get it on the list. <laughs> if Linian if Linea was here, this would make the list. If Linian was here, you guys would put it on the list. I don't like it. I wish I did, but its design bothers me. All right. I've, I've, that's fair. It's such a strong Pokemon, too. I'm annoyed by how ugly I find I, it. I... I really, I enjoy the concept. I just really dislike the execution. I want to go back to the drawing board, quite literally. I love that the shiny is the same as the regular, which is very funny to me. No, it's slightly different. The shiny is slightly different. Because it's gold? Yeah. It's it, like one pixel shade off. I do like when shinies are almost exactly the same. One of my favorite shinies is Scyther. It's just like a lighter green. Yeah. I think the belt is different. Uh, let me look. I'm gonna look because there is there is a difference that is semi noticeable. The chest is a different color. Uh, no, no, it's the uh. So he's got those rings uh, around him of different colors. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, those yeah. change from uh, they're like an orangish colors to be like more gold to accent him. Oh okay. To, they change to like a green. At least in home, they do that to yeah. a green or a blue. That is the only difference, though. I think they should have made it like a white color and made it white. The gimme ghoul is white. On the inside of the chest? I think Gimme Ghoul is a cute Pokemon. Uh, he's just... Gimme Ghoul is cooler than Golding. But then when Gimme Ghoul... When Gimme Ghoul inhabits all of the coins as a ghost, it becomes something different. The coins don't change that he has to collect, and that's his body that he found. It's not his body for real. He's a ghost inhabiting a thousand coins. Also, can I point out that Gimme Ghoul is the right way to do Meltan? Yes. Right? Yes. You want to talk about the right way to do Meltan? I think uh, I think Gimme Ghoul is the way that you do Meltan. That is very so true. true. Yeah, because Mel, I think Meltan's just like in this weird limbo place. <laughs> so true, Bestie. Poor Meltan. But then they're just like, hey, let's make these two like equally bad forms of Gimme Ghoul. Yeah, because because he gets no attacks. Like that's the honest answer. He just gets like no attacks. And let's make let's make two versions of this Pokemon that are. It's cool to have both, uh, but you don't need both. Yeah. Uh, they they really just were trying to force Pokemon Go down our throats at some point. Yep, and given it's still a Go exclusive for now, I think, right? Yeah, Mel Metal is yeah. Mel Mel Metal. Well, you can get a Mel Metal through Pokemon Home still. Oh, can you? Well, I mean, like, can you evolve it though? No, no, you can't evolve Meltan into Mel Metal. It still only evolves in Go. Yeah, isn't that stupid? I I would be so okay with it. I would I would be more okay with that solution if I could send a Meltan back to Pokemon Go. Yep. Exactly. That's why I'm not as mad about like Weirdeer and Ursaluna right now. Yeah, because you can send a thing to. I can send a Pokemon there. Yeah, uh, but I can't. But you send... can't do it with Go. If yeah. you've got a Meltan, it is just a Meltan forever. Yeah, Meltan's such a weird. I mean, I'm hoping in the next game that we get, they're just like, oh, hey, Thunderstone. I think it's coded to evolve from Thunderstone, but they just don't have a what it evolves into coded. Yeah, it's it's awful. <laughs> I mean, it, it, Mel, Mel Metal even has, like, an evolution move. It does. Thunder Punch. Yeah. Okay, so I'm, I'm hearing that we're vetoing Golden Go, right? At least his top. Now I'm scared to know what you think is controversial. <laughs> yeah. Okay, here we go. So what do you think of when you think of a Steel-type Pokemon? Meltan. You think of, like, Metal and a cool, like, weirdly defensive thingamajig, I get in, a, in some senses. Um, you don't think of... Anubis, the god of death. Oh, this is funny, because I was going to suggest him for Tog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I firmly think that Lucario has no business being a steel type. It is confusing. I don't disagree with you. What the hell does that have to do with auras? What does that have to do with auras at all? Why are you steel? I don't know why. I I hear the idea. Lucario is a very cool Pokemon. I will give you that. It's a very cool Pokemon. It's also like, it has all that like lore of being the first Mega, right? Right. It's very cool in that regard. But as a steel type, it does not speak to the steel typing. Well, it's fighting steel, right? It's steel secondary. Can I put that like as like, can we put a pin in that one? Only because I think I could find three more that are worse. <laughs> yep. I mean, I'm I'm looking at it from the type and the Pokemon of that type. Not like... No, that's fair. The coolest Pokemon that just also happens to be... It is sort of arbitrary that it's a Steel type. It is a poor ambassador to the type committee. I do think that it getting Steel type is literally... It's almost like in the same vein as Lugia getting Psychic type. Where they're just like, this is a cool type to put on that. At least Lugia kind of can make sense because it is telepathic. Like in, in early games, that could make sense. But Lucario, like, you, it walks into the type committee and Arceus says, Oh, yes, Lucario, you're here to represent fighting. And Lucario pushes up its glasses and says, Um, actually, I'm here for the steel types. What? Why? I didn't even give you... Oh, I did. I still want to put a pin in that, only because I think I can find three worse steel types than Lucario. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think there's three worse. Yeah, Lucario's in a weird limbo place. I hear you. So I contributed nothing. Woo! <laughs> No, no, no! You made you made two you made two bold attempts. Okay, uh, you did. You know what? And your opinion will be heard on the podcast. And you know, people agree with you. People disagree with you, but people do agree with you. <laughs> Fight me! Fight me! I get to pick a. Uh, I get to pick a top now. Yeah. If you have a top, I have a bottom. Ooh, I mean, I can have I can have a bottom as well. And that's true in life too. But <laughs> hmm. Okay, so in steel types, I think uh, we didn't put him on the psychic type list because I think it doesn't really fit psychic type, but Metagross. Agree. Agree. That was on my top list. I like that. We just all agree. Yeah, I think Metagross is very good for top. Yeah, it was the first steel pseudo legendary. Like, very cool. I think I think Metagross is very easy to just throw up there. Agree. Uh, for bottom now, uh, I think this one is also pretty easy, but... Uh, Galarian Stunfisk? What are you- That was my next choice! Completely agree! Yes! Why are you- Why Why are you here? <laughs> it, the only th Why do you exist, first of all? Second of all, I get that you're a bear trap, but like- And that was the first Gen 5, like, variant? I'm bothered. I'm offended. And its signature move is grass type? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> no, I, I- I- Okay, so it does encapsulate the reason why I like Pokemon. Because they're willing to just build a world with whatever they feel like. Yeah. Yeah. And because, because like, nobody's ever going to ask for Galarian Stunfisk. Like, nobody's asking for that. Uh, like, even Stunfisk fans aren't like, yes, Galarian Stunfisk is what I've wanted. There are Stunfisk fans. There's a fan of everything. Yeah, I'm sure there are. All two of them. All two of them. I support what you stand for, Galarian Stunfisk, but I cannot support your existence. Very that. And also, imagine getting, like, in a Galarian Stunfisk. That would make people dislike it, right? Like... Yeah, I mean, that, that applies to most Pokemon. <laughs> mm, yeah, but it's not cute. At least if you get hit by something cute, you're like, oh, my bad. You see a Galarian Stunfisk, you want to throw it over a cliff. 
Yeah. I feel that. Okay. I feel that. No, no. These are, these, these are like, I feel like that's very easy. Like, yeah, we just, we're at three now. Three and three. You took my literally stats. Those were the two choices I was going to suggest. <laughs> so now I'm about to. Now you have to think. Uh, okay. I've got more. <laughs> I've got more. I got another bad one, but. <laughs> I bet you do. I bet you do. Okay. Uh, I have a bottom suggestion. Um, I have a bottom. I'm going to suggest my bottom first, and it is Probopast. Why? Uh, uh. Hate it. Not a fan. I will not say it's a good Pokemon. I think it's offensive bordering on actionable. Why do we need that? Like, oh, I hate it. I like how, like, as a steel type, it's very much embodying, like, magnetism and things like that. Yeah. I gave a talk at a, I I, I gave a talk at MitsuriCon about it. I think it's nifty. <laughs> uh I gave a panel about it. Well, not just it, but also like Magnazone, who's also on this list. Yeah. Love Magnazone, hate Probapass. I love that it became steel, like it aligned itself so much to magnetizing north that it actually magnetized and drew up enough iron ore out of wherever it was standing and became steel type, and it's got the iron filings as a mustache. That's such a nifty thing to me. I I like it. I don't know. I I, I also just like I like nose pass for no reason. <laughs> like I have feelings about nose pass that don't make sense to me. Much much in the same way I have feelings for primate for some reason. I don't know why I like primate. Like they all stand and point north in the overworld now. That's such a good little thing. Okay, so that's a loss. Uh that's fair. That's fine. I'm okay with that. What about one of my favorite new Pokémon and I hope one of yours as well? Okay. Tinkaton. Yes, absolutely. Icon. Icon. Oh, she is the moment. I don't feel strongly about Tinkaton. I don't feel strongly about Tinkaton. Have you seen the little clip of the opening where she sees a Corviknight and absolutely goes nuts? Yes, I did see that. I did see that, actually. And you hear the happy laughing as she's trying to murder this bird. I love her so much. <laughs> so when I saw that clip of that, of that, um... When I that was in that recent thing that Paul Dayan wins. Yeah. Yes. When I saw that, it made me think of my dog. <laughs> <laughs> Go, going after a squirrel because like my dog will just be happy and she's like, I'm going to get that squirrel. And I'm like, I can't control you right now. Yeah. And you've got a hammer the size of a car going after this thing. Ugh, queen. Queen. I don't disagree. Yeah. I will not disagree with you, but... She needs an item. That hammer is just... Yes. Just yes. She needs a thick club item. 75 attack is not... She deserves better, but like... Oh my god, I love Tinkaton. Best type in the game, right? Yeah. Its type is carrying it because its stats are bad. <laughs> Shockingly useful support move pool? It's only... It's not even that its stats are bad. It's just that the one stat is bad. Which is kind of made up for with Gigaton Hammer, because that's just such an obscenely powerful move. Yeah, that thing hits so hard. I agree, yeah. They took the type and, like, made it balanced. Agree. With Tinkerton. Agree. They, they did do that. They did a great job, like, keeping it from being too much. It's such a cool Pokemon. And it's beloved. It's so lovable. Love it. Tinkerton. Yeah, that's my nomination. Marabiba. I will, I will, I will give it to you, too. Uh, I do not feel that strongly, but I will give it to you. Yay. See, see, there you go. See, Seth, I'm on your side sometimes. <laughs> she's on my she's on my chart. 
Seth, Seth, it's your turn now. You get to, you get to, we, we, ha- we do need one more top, so you get to nominate a top and you get to do a bottom as well. Okay. Top and top one and a bottom. Okay. Let me consider real quick. Uh, I've got a bottom if you want to still think about it. Go ahead. Go ahead with a, that might get us back on track. Yeah. The answer is Melmetal. Like the, like we, we just all agree that it's a terrible choice, like a terrible, like concept. Uh, I mean, I think it's such a good Pokemon. Like the, the, it's a cool Pokemon. I just think like we're hating on it for reasons that are valid, but like, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Outside of it, outside of it. It's not Melmetal's fault that the Pokemon company did it so dirty. That's fair. It's such a good Pokemon. Like the stat line is almost perfect. The moves are wild. I retract my statement. If we want it to be re-controversial, if we want to be really controversial, we should say Zamazenta for bottom. Because, like, what were they thinking? I mean, shield. <laughs> Zation, Zation. I'm sorry, yeah, but, like... It's very clear that they thought of Zation. Yeah. What were they thinking? <laughs> and then they're just like, oh, oh, we need another one. Uh, what goes well with Sword Dog? Uh, a shield, yeah. Shield Dog? And somebody's just like, and they're just like, yeah, that's where the thought ends. Um, yep. <laughs> They're like shield dog, poor Zamazenta. But also, Zacian is such a derpy. Like they took an internet meme and are like, "Let's." You know what? They can share it. How about they share it? Like, ugh. <laughs> I'm not against it. I just think they're just so uninspired. I love how much of this is just like we're just dunking on Gen Eight. But... What if we gave a dog a sword and it like had to use its mouth? Oh my gosh, we are dunking on Gen Eight. I didn't realize we were dunking on Gen Eight so hard. <laughs> Sasha and Zamazenta both take a slot as the bottom because they're the same problem. They are the... And Galarian. They are, yeah. It's just the same Pokemon, but one has a different code on. No, that's literally it. That's literally it, though. (laughs) Some of the least inspired legendaries, I will say. I do like the naming convention and how that was developed. I love the name, though. Like, of all of the parts about the Zacian Zamazenta bit, the name being, and they said it in an interview, where it was, like, supposed to be... The Cyan and the Magenta. Cyan and Magenta. Oh, yeah, I saw the Cyan Pokemon. Uh, the Cyan, the Cyan, Zacian, Z- it just... The Zacian, the Cyan, yeah, the Magenta. <laughs> That's such a cool idea. Like the I like the etymology. A-plus etymology... D minus everything else. Execution of everything else. I've never seen like a more off kilter like legendary pair either. Like, yeah. Than those two. Like if you look in the past, like Ho and Lugia, very evenly matched. Yeah. In, in terms of like power scaling. Uh, Kyogre and Groudon. Like you could make an argument that Kyogre is used a little bit more competitively, but Groudon. Not after they got their primal revert, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Both of them are still very good, though. But, like, Zamazenta almost dropped to OU. It is OU now. That's so wild. That's wild. But then you also, ha- then you look at, like, Dialga and Palkia, and you could be like, one of those is worse than the other, and it's probably Palkia, but... But they're both usable, you know. One controls time. One controls space. One holds a sword in its mouth. <laughs> but they're both fine. And then, uh, and then you get to, like, Black and White, and Reshiram and Zekrom, both pretty okay. Uh... And then you've got, uh, then you've got Xerneas and Yveltal. Same deal. Well, I feel like we would all acknowledge that Xerneas has had more of an impact. Um, but Yveltal's really cool. Life and death. And thematically, they're very good. They're, they're symbolic of life and destruction. 
And they are very, yeah, and Yveltal, you know, holds its own. Uh, Yveltal does hold its own. And well, I, I, they're also both very different, which I think is very cool as well. I think they're both very different. And they're based on, they're very clearly based on Nordic mythology. And then you look at like Solgaleo and Lunala, like those are both pretty cool. Yeah, sun and the sun and the moon, alchemy. Yeah, what I feel like these are like the worst designed legendaries, box cover legendaries. Zashin and Zamazenta are both kind of phoned. I don't. Yeah, I are good at stopping black hole death. But I, but I do feel like we could say that about a lot of things in Gen Eight being phoned in. Like, yeah, I, like Gen Eight kind of feels like the epitome of Pokemon the franchise being on autopilot. Yeah, to some extent, with the exception of like almost every other Pokemon design. Even the story is on autopilot. Like, oh, as they drag you through, you could just hit A and beat the game. I want to be the protagonist, please. But Leon's so cool. You know, you know, you could fix, you could totally just fix that game by letting me battle that Berserker with Leon. Like, you let me do it, and then you know what? You let his Charizard, like, one-shot the Berserker while we're in the battle, and you're just like, why wasn't I even here? The fact that Leon, the mascot of Gen 8, his ace is a freaking Charizard, like, come on. We've all, we've said it all before, they know. You're banging on the drum, you're banging on the drum, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting our grievances out again. Gosh, dang it. Okay, so I've got to come up with good ones and bad ones. Mark it on your bingo card. We mentioned Dexit earlier. Here we are talking to you, you know. We did it, folks. Just as like a history lesson, not as like a, I'm complaining. No, for sure, for sure. This is such a good bingo episode. <laughs> okay, so I've got a top for sure. Um, and I really like this Pokemon. It may not be the most used, but it really does exemplify steel type to me. Okay. S Cavalier. As a top? It's a it's a bug knight in shining armor. It's got the whole spear. It's got the whole armor. It's such a cool thing. Is it one of the top? We just did the bug type episode, and we put that on the bottom. I believe it. It's a bottom bug. It's a bottom bug, but it's a top steel. It is a very good steel type. Man, Hisui and Gudra are sitting right here. I don't think it's top five. Oh, I wouldn't pick that one either. It's also good. Like... I, they're kind of the same vein, but Hisui and Gudra is more sadness, and S. Cavalier is more bravery. Empoleon sitting right here. <laughs> Steelix is right there! Empoleon is a good water type. Steelix and Scizor are right there! I don't know why Empoleon's steel type. Scizor is also good. I was going to mention that too, but I could see S. Cavalier being much more like... I mean, I feel like Scizor is a much better choice than S. Cavalier. Like... I think we put Scissor on top bug, just as a heads up. Yeah, I was going to mention that next if this one got vetoed. (laughs) Scissor's an awesome poke. It's on my chart. Man, I like Preserker so much more. I wouldn't. Oh, gosh. This is going to be hard to find a final. What about, okay, what's something we could all agree on? Corviknight? Corviknight? Do we all like Corviknight? Preserker would have been a great steel fighting. Actually, yeah, you're right. Steel uh, Preserker would have been a great steel fighting. I don't disagree with that sentiment. That is an excellent point. Switch types Lucario. It gets the fighting. <laughs> no, no, I no. Lucario can keep the steel fighting, but Berserker also gets to be a steel fighting. Okay, that's the deal. That would have been such a good like. Berserker is a better steel fighting type than uh than. It would make more sense. Like I, I am a little of, I am a little upset. Berserker did not get a second type. I think it should have gotten a second type. I see why it didn't, but I agree it would have been cool if it did. Berserker's cry is just a really sped up "Come at me, bro!" in Gallic. Well, I could also see it being, like, Steel Dark, too. Like, that would be okay, I think. Uh, it's got the word Berserker in its name. That is that is also true. That is also true. Berserker, like... <laughs> All right, I'm gonna come out and punch ya! 
What's all on about? Okay, we gotta find a top we're all gonna agree on. I mean, I I could get behind the Steelix train. I get behind the Steelix train. Steelix or Scizor? Steelix or Scissor? Steelix. I think I think Steelix. I think Steelix only. Well, partially because Scissor's already on a top bug list. It introduced the tie. The Scissor Scissor is one of those Pokemon. Steelix did. Agaron's another good one. Steelix did, and Steel is in its name. That's true. It is. That's true. It's a very good Steel type, too. Like, it, but thematically, flavor. And like uh, uh, Sublime said, he is the one who introduced the type. Yeah. Yeah, Fortress doesn't count. It's like one of the poster boys for, like, introducing the type. Yep. Yeah. Brox was great. I dig it. Steelix is a good one. You know what, Steelix? Steelix, you make it, OG. It deserves some love. It's like the OG Steel type. Yeah. Well, technically, the OG Steel type is like Magnemite, but is Magnemite, but like they got it. They were introduced to Steel types at the same time. Is part of it, right? And when you play, when you fought Jasmine, you didn't care about the Magnemites. You cared about the Steelix. You cared about the Steelix, one hundred percent. All right, so we need a final bottom. Durant, I thought about too. Durant, I was considering. Yeah, uh, we're all considering Durant. Okay, it's just like not notable. It's very unnotable. Yeah, it's a cool Pokemon, but meh. A uh, Gen 5 Pokemon just being there and being unnotable? Oh, what? i never heard of before. Crazy. I love Simiseer. I actually don't hate Simiseer. <laughs> uh, Controversial take. <laughs> Simi-steel. It's my favorite of the three monkeys, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. It's my favorite of the three monkeys. Get ready for, like, Pokemon Legends uh, Kirim and... No. No. And our new friend Panzap and Simizap. No, no, no. You just don't even get a starter. Like, you get... You get Simizap? Simis. Oh, that would be awful, actually. That would actually be the worst. Like, no, your starter is this. And nothing's different. After they did such a good job hiding that the starters got his Syrian Evolutions, I kind of yeah. I kind of think if they did another Legends game, the starter choice is going to be hype for everybody. Yeah. Right? We're all going to be like, what does it turn into? What will it be? Yeah, it's going to be hype. It's going to be hype. Yeah. Like, I hope they do another Legends game. I really hope they do another. That was such a cool concept. Gosh, I want to catch things like that again. I would love that. That'd be really cool. The music is so good in that one, too. Oh, my God. That is one of the only Pokemon games, like, I'll just restart. Right? Uh, all the time. Not BDSP. I restarted all the time. I technically still haven't finished it. I think BDSP is the best version of a Nuzlocke game that you will get. I think BDSP is challenging. I also I also think the battle backgrounds are beautiful. Yeah. that These are Thatch's takes on BDSP. I do not think BDSP is as bad as people are saying it, it is. That does not mean that Thatch is saying it is a good game. It is a faithful remake. As they say, a bad Pokemon game is still a Pokemon. Yeah, well, that's true. But I also, I also believe that, uh, one, we are not the audience, like the true audience for BDSP. Yeah. Um, I believe that we are... The audience for, uh, I, I believe the audience for BDSP is people who did not play Diamond and Pearl. See, I still have my cartridge of Platinum, and I can still play it. I think we were expecting an Auras revamp. Uh, no, no, I, no, that's why, because I, I think that we could all go back and play Diamond and Pearl, because we own our copies of Diamond and Pearl. Um, why would we inflict ourselves with such torture? I don't know, but we, we could do that. But if you think about, everybody's complaining about the secondhand market for a lot of these Gen, like, Gen 5 games right now. Um, and if if we got a faithful remake of Black and White, and maybe another faithful remake of Black and White Two, I think I think Black and White Two is a great game. You can just go sit in the corner. It is. Sorry, it is. Especially because it's a sequel. God, that's so good. 
I think if we just got like faithful remakes of those, I think the games would be fantastic because it would help bring down the price, you know, the older games on on that hardware. But I think making faithful remakes of those is a very smart move on Nintendo's part, especially for the DS games, I think, specifically, because when we get virtual, when we get to virtual console, because Pokemon's coming back to the virtual console. We all know this. Um, or Nintendo Switch Online, I should say. Like, Nintendo, it's coming to Nintendo Switch Online. Everybody's going to be like, well, there's a new Switch that I think Nintendo Switch Online will exist for the new Switch as well. Mm-hmm. I, I think we'll get, you know, red, blue, yellow, and even Ruby, Sapphire, Emerald. Hopefully. That'd be great on the virtual console, but I don't think there's a good solution to playing DS games on the Switch, mm-hmm. which is uh, which is why we definitely need remakes of these. And then, honestly, when they shut down PokeBank, we need remakes of XY and uh, Sun and Moon as well. I'm just waiting for Gen Six remakes so that we get Megas back. <laughs> this has been Thatch on his stand while we're talking. Well, while we have already agreed that Durant is the worst. I typed it in while we were talking. So let it be written, so let it be done. So let it be written, let it be done. Our top five and bottom five list is... Uh, do you have an honorable mention you think you can upset this list? Oh, well, I thought we were going to talk about him, but, like, yeah, I agree with this list. Uh, Luke, we talked about Lucario. I think Lucario is an honorable mention. I think that's. I think your reasoning, Seth, was very good. I just think that the ones on this list are worse. Agreed. Yep. And I think our top five is actually very solid, but I, I, I can't, I can't think of anybody I would add. Like, the only thing I would think about is like maybe Iron Treads could be bottom. I think it's somewhat disappointing as a paradox, but I th- still think paradox Pokemon are a cool concept. Yeah. Like they've really grown on me in the past year. I have, I have really been like, I, I was really worried with the leaks coming out of, where is that? Oh, there it is. I was really worried with the leaks coming out of Twitter that the, uh, paradox Pokemon were going to be weird and awful. Yeah. Because the way they describe them, like, oh, Vampire Jigglypuff, I'm like, that that doesn't evolve. I'm like, what's the point then? That doesn't make sense. What? It doesn't need to. <laughs> I'm still a huge, I'm still, I'm still a huge subscriber to the, uh, to the imagination theory, uh, which makes it all make sense. We'll find out in a month. We will find out in a month because I'm pretty sure they're gonna, that's like where Walking Wake and everybody's gonna come from. Whoa, it's not actually a time machine. Ah! <laughs> It's, there's no way that's a time machine. There's no way. No way. No way. There's no way. They've hinted at it so hard. They hinted at it so hard at the game. This is a good uh, list. I, yeah, that's all I would probably bring up. We did it. I don't know about anybody else that you would bring up as an honorable mention, but... Mm, no, I, I'm pretty happy with this list. Scizor, uh... Okay. It's on a list already. Scizor, Scizor is a good Pokemon. Corviknight, but, like, Corviknight's on the top five line, uh, which, well, we'll see how that goes. Uh, I mean, that's like the only one I agree with. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> have you have you looked at that list? Have you looked at that list? That list is disappointing. I not I really. Know. That list hurts me. <laughs> Physically hurts me. Like I agree with maybe two of the Pokemon on that top five list. <laughs> All right, but we are gonna go ahead and uh, I guess this is uh this is the list. Uh, like I said. The list, uh, the top, the top five for our steel type is going to be Aegislash, Mega Maile, Metagross, Tinkaton, and Steelix. I, I list that and I feel so strong about it. Steel solid. It's a good list. Yeah. I feel good about it, you know? Uh, bottom five, uh, Alolan Diglett, Wormadam Trash. It's in the name. <laughs> the form, the trash form, not just like that it is trash, but, uh, Glory and Stunfisk, uh, Zacian and Zamazenta holding a slot there together, being the worst legendaries of all time. Kinda. Woo. <laughs> and then, uh, and then Durant, because who remembers that that's a Pokemon? <laughs> uh, the Anteater Pokemon, what's it called? Uh, Heatmore probably remembers it, and that's the only Pokemon that cares. 
And who likes heat more? Is heat more on our bottom five? Because it should be. Uh, in our fire? Uh, probably forgot about it when you were yeah. making it. Oh, see, I would have replaced half this stuff with heat more, but that's another story for another day. Heat more does not, did not make that list. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, guys, we are going to go ahead and we are going to, uh, end the show or end the topic there, not the show. We still have more to do. Yeah. We're going to kick it on over now, guys, to the Pokemon of the episode. We'll catch you on the flip flop. <laughs> Welcome to our Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 1013. That's what the sound I got there. That's Sinistra, the macho Pokemon. It pretends to be tea, trying to fool people into drinking it so it can drain their life force. Its ruse is generally unsuccessful. Great, great. This is fantastic. That's because it's the unremarkable forms Dex entry, not the masterpiece forms Dex entry. Yeah. The masterpiece form, but we'll give you two dex entries just for fun. It lives inside a superb teacup that was crafted by a potter of great renown. Collectors positively adore this Pokemon. I'm sure they do. Um, but yeah, Sinistra, it's a, it's a grass ghost Pokemon instead of just a ghost Pokemon. You know, I really wish they would have saw like the green and been like, we could have made this a different type. I don't know. Like, no, they, they could have. How dare you? The ghost is fine, but maybe we could have gone with something. I don't know. Bug? Bug ghost? Bug ghost? Ghost water? Ghost water. No, it's perfect. Because you're pouring like a liquid, you know? And what is tea? It's flavored water. It's just like herb water, right? Like That's true, actually. What is tea? It's water with grass in it. Yeah, so ghost water. That's a much less common type. Jellicent's just over there by itself, you know, floating. Yeah, I do actually agree with Sublime. I, I do like it. I'm not mad at it. It's my perfect baby. I think it's going to end up on my chart at some time. It is. Okay. Of all of the Pokemon they could have given like something to, I think this was a good choice. I love how they're just taking Gen 8 Pokemon and just being like, what if we made them different and good now in Gen 9? <laughs> it's like, okay, we messed up. Let's try again. Like they're doing, they did it with Applin. And it fulfills such a different role to Pulte Geist. They did it with Applin by giving it Diplin. That's I love Diplin. Super and cool. whatever and whatever Diplin evolves into because Diplin can hold Eviola Triplin. Uh that's a good that's a good name. I like that name. Uh I do like Hydra I like Hydraplin as well. I do like Hydraplin. Because die means two. Uh that's a that's a good idea too. But we'll see. Uh I, I mean I also do I, I love the, the Pokedex entry and how it's like literally like two kids in a trench coat feels in, in Diplin. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's actually two guys. It's actually two of them in there. One ticket to the adult movie, please. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Ignore the fact that we can hold Evie Light and we're children. Never mind. <laughs> Wait a minute. Why did your stats go up? All right, but uh, yeah, this isn't about those. This is about uh, Sinistra, uh, which which has like really cool cool moves, including Macha Gacha, uh, which is a, which is a signature move to it. What if we put Giga Drain in your scald so you can Giga Drain for your sc- <laughs> Yeah, I mean, while you scald, yeah. Uh, Macha Gacha deals damage to the, uh, it's base 80, which is also an insane number. Uh, um, grass type move, special, so it's perfect for Sinistra. Um, and it hits both opponents in a double battle. That's just dumb. It's insane. Uh, it does, e- it does restore the user's HP to equal to half the damage dealt, and it has a 20% chance to burn targets. 
So it's literally better than Eveltal's signature move. And it thaws you. No, no. Oblivion Wing heals you by more. Uh, also, Macha, also, also, Macha Gacha thaws freeze. Fun fact. Like, it, it, it's one of the moves that will thaw freeze. So that's, that's ridiculous. Yeah, no. Macha Gacha heals you half damage dealt. Oblivion Wing heals you more. Hang on. Oh, right. It's one of those 75s, huh? But yeah, this is, uh, it's great. This is, this is, uh, fantastically, uh, stupid Pokemon. I, I love it. I love it. It's got such a weird moveset. It learns strength sap. <laughs> Immediate favorite. I mean, it's got a decent move pool in general. Like, it, it does get, like, life due. Uh, it does have its uh, new signature ability, uh, probably just for the time being. I'm sure this ability will get around. But it's called uh, Hospitality. And when uh, a Pokemon enters the battle, it restores the HP for an ally by 25%. <laughs> Very good for doubles. Like, insanely good for doubles. Which is why we got a VGC team today. For doubles, it's fantastically good. Uh, it is fantastically good. That's why we, yeah. And even in singles, you use the hidden ability of heat proof to neutralize one of your weaknesses. Uh, so Sinistra, uh, we do have a team. It is a VGC team with Sinistra on it. Uh, it is just meant to help you out and run Trick Room. And this is just like the evolution of the Armor Rouge and DD team that existed at the beginning of the meta, like a year ago now, uh, which is a good core. Like Armor Rouge and DD is fantastic because you never know which one's going to use Trick Room. Surprise! It's Sinistra. And it's very hard to predict, and you can't fake out. You can't do a lot of things. It's it, it it's a very good lead. Uh, but you also you do have Sinistra to help you trick room as well. Um, and so Sinistra, this team is, has one holding a citrus berry with the ability hospitality, so that you can do some healing as well. Um, it, with an EV spread that only a mother could love and understand. Um, I'm not even gonna read it off because you guys can get it on the Discord. High HP, high special, put the EVs other places. Special defense, specifically, yeah. Special defense, uh, but it, it does have Macha Gacha, it does have Strength Sap, because this thing's just meant to survive and redirect uh, special attacks. And it's also got Trick Room, so it can set its own Trick Room as well, uh, and Rage Powder, because this is a very hard Trick Room. Other game, than one. It looks like. Well, no, it's not. I lied. Uh, other than two. Um, but uh, you also have an Iron Hands on this team as well, because Iron Hands is just good everywhere. Um, Iron Hands is it's good for raids. It's good for VGC. It's good for the TCG now. Apparently, it's just every literally everywhere. So that's that's fun. I can't wait. I I can't I can't wait for it to uh, to not do well at a tournament at all. It's just not good in OU, <laughs> and that's it. That's the only place. Yeah, yeah. That's like the that's it. It's the only place. It's good in every other meta. Uh, it, this is an Iron Hands holding an assault vest. Uh, it's got the quark drive ability because what else is it going to have? Uh, Terra type grass so that you don't get hit by earthquakes. And additionally, it's got a crazy spread where it's, it's spread between HP, attack, and special defense. A little bit of speed. Uh, Adamant nature with fake out. Uh, drain punch because that's what an Iron Hands has. Wild charge because that is also what an Iron Hands has. Um, and heavy slam to round things out so you can hit, uh, you can hit other Pokemon that are big and weak to steel. Uh, somebody want to take uh, another one of these pairs? Because these pairs are all worked together. I'll take the first two. Uh, Indeedee and Armourouge, we were talking about for cores. You've got your Indeedee F with a rocky helmet and, of course, the Psychic Surge ability. Terra-type is Fairy, and then real simple spread, uh, 252 HP, 252 defense, and then 4 to special defense with a relaxed nature, because we're trick rooming. Yes, it is. It's the only simple spread on this team. VGC... VGC tends to have more complex spreads, I will say. Um, the level 50 thing. No, you need to because of level 50, level 50 things. And also, also you play a lot of speed tricks, too. 
uh, real supportive. We've got Follow Me, Helping Hand, the obligatory trick room, and then Dazzling Gleam, because the terror type is very. And then, yeah, and spread, yeah, right? Yeah, it's just so you can hit hard uh, if you really, really need to. And it's spread, and it's spread. Wide Guard's not as prominent right now, so it helps out. Armor Rouge is running a Life Orb and Flash Fire. It, its terror type is Psychic, so you're really hitting hard with that Psychic Surge. Uh, EV spread is 228 HP, 4 defense, 196 special attack, 12 special defense, and 68 speed. With a modest nature, and it's running Expanding Force, which is going to be disgusting in the Psychic Surge, with the Psychic terror type, Flamethrower, Protect, and Trick Room, of course. And that's those two, yeah. Yeah, I know you love the last one there. And I'll take us home with the backup core if you want to go away from Trick Room. Yeah, I do. That That's another one that might make the chart. But anyway, we've got... <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of changes. There's Ninetales Alolan. It's holding light clay. It's got the ability Snow Warning. Terra type of water because that's really good defensive typing. Um, some HP, a lot of defense, a, lot, a whole lot of speed and a timid nature for its spread. And moveset of Icy Wind, Moonblast, Aurora Veil, so you can take advantage of that snow warning, and Protect. And with the Light Clay, that Aurora Veil sticks around for a long, long time. And then as the uh, complementary thing to that Nine Tails, we've got Roaring Moon himself with the attack Frenzied Gouging for three dark and... Oh, wait, sorry, sorry. Um, Roaring Moon holding a... <laughs> <laughs> Holding a booster energy. Um, the ability is, of course, Protosynthesis to activate that booster energy. Terra type of flying. You know what's coming next. A little bit of HP, almost a lot of attack, almost max speed, and a jolly nature moveset of Knock Off. It's brand new move that it got. Watch out. Acrobatics, Protect, and Tailwind. That stupid, crazy, dumb, flying Terra acrobatics booster energy combo to just go ham on your opponent and do a million damage roaring moon baby it's very good but not on the list <laughs> not on the chart yet have you noticed that iron jugulus and uh and uh and roaring moon just swap types between like the pokemon that they were based on that they are yeah i that that's is cute fun. yeah yep. isn't that cute i appreciate that i appreciate that yeah that, that, that roaring moon became dragon dark and then iron jugulus became dragon flying thought it was a good idea wait isn't it dark flying second yeah other thing no, it's dark flying. It's dark flying. They grabbed each other's... Uh, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. Not quite. Never mind. I lied. It's okay. It, the The idea was there. JK. It's fine. The idea was in my brain. It was almost there. Sinistra, the Pokemon. Yeah. It's a cool Pokemon. Sinistra, yeah. Try this team out on the ladder. Have a good time. When I was just running through the the DLC, just catching Pokemon to complete the decks, I just saw a a Poltergeist threw a ball at it and just you know okay that one's done now moving on and got a raid for the Sinistra and all right cool that one's done moving on and I was trading with Shamu to get a couple things and I noticed because you know how it doesn't show it shows if your person you're trading with doesn't have it in their decks he didn't have Poltergeist yeah the Sinistra and I was really confused like. Bro, you've completed the decks. What do you mean? Oh, I had the masterpiece that I had. The the one that I just threw a ball at out in the wild. The first one I saw was a masterpiece. And now I'm mad because it's in a quick ball and I can't change it. How would you know? It's fine. I know. I'm a fool. This team is going to be on our Discord server, though, so you can try it out. I've been wanting to just get back on cart and like ladder. Yeah, uh, just be I 
I don't know. Like I've just had, I'm very inspired to just do a lot of Pokemon stuff lately. Uh, and I really want to do it. Like what I really want to do is I want to do streams where like you and I actually test with webcams again, getting ready for San Antonio. I'm going to be doing that for a TCG just to have some fun with it. I mean, I'm not going to do it, but we should do it for your prep for San Antonio. You Shamu and Claude, we could do it. We could pull that off, get some good streams going. Um, so we should talk about that. And then, uh, I'm not going because I do not want to be in on an airplane ever again. <laughs> what if you took a train? Amtrak. And, uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't know that I could take a train to, uh, to San Antonio. Uh, I don't, I don't know that. that well, I think I could. I shouldn't say I can't. I think I could. I just think it would be like at least two connections and at least like two or three days to get there. Um, and uh, I do not want to. But that's a that's a good point. That's a good callback. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah. Try the team out. Uh, we're going to go ahead and we're going to kick it on over to the mailbag. It's mail time. It's time for the mailbag. Send in your emails. Welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag is the part of the show where you can email us at pucklepodcast at gmail.com and let us know what you think about the topic. Our topic last week had something to do with, uh, I even, I actually forget. Uh, oh, uh, was that the Charizard episode? Graphics. 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 That's right. I forget which episode. They're all blending together. Um, <laughs> uh, we talked about graphics and we wanted to know what you guys thought about graphics. So I'm actually very excited to see. It's in the subject. <laughs> I, I'm such an idiot. Um, and uh, so... Uh, we wanted to see, of course, this segment is brought to you by the fictional energy drink, Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. 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 And we'll give out the Green Taurus bash to anybody we deem worthy. We got two emails here today uh, that we're going to try to get through um, answering this question. Our first one is going to come from The Real EV. Yeah. What's every? What's up, everyone? It's your third favorite EV Lucid here, The Real EV. Man, I have some things to say. So the graphics for the latest Pokemon game was on the Switch has kind of always bugged me. Like, why do I feel like they were moving closer and closer to the anime art style, but in a 3D space? I think they made a sudden change in art direction that also affected the graphics when they came out with Pokemon Go. Be it that they were trying to pander to the Go crowd or unintentionally be influenced by it, I feel like it's shown in the latest games. Personally speaking, I think the games would do a lot better graphics-wise if they went a little more stylistic instead of realistic. People would be more forgiving... Yeah, stylistic art art direction will always uh age better than real better graphics. Um yeah. Yeah. People would be more forgiving. Look at Zelda. Period. Period. Exactly. Uh people would be more forgiving and enjoy the amazing art over judging if the trunk of this tree looks like an actual trunk of a tree. Of course, I'm not a programmer. I don't know hardly anything about it, and these people do work really hard ultimately. I think it really boils down to time and management either way. I'll still be coming back impressed by Pokemon designs, impressed by the ideas that they try to incorporate, even though they're not the best at times. And graphics are kind of one of the last things on my mind. Well, that's it for my somewhat rant about the graphics. Now I'm going to go draw some more Pokemon for the Halloween challenge that I've been doing, or struggle my way up the Unite ladder because somebody always leaves their game. EV signing off. Uh, actually, some of our art's been really good, so we're friends on Facebook. <laughs> Evie and I. Uh, this is back in the days of Puckle before when I would Facebook friend, uh, I would accept friend requests from people from Puckle. Uh, almost years. Like, I don't remember the last time I logged into Facebook. My mom's like, are you on Facebook? And I'm like, technically, but no. Yeah. 
Uh, but he, he actually posted the art, and he's actually getting really good. Like, I thought, I didn't realize that, like, he drew some of those. I They look, they look too professional. I was like, there's no way. Uh, but yeah. Uh, our second email this week uh, is going to come to us from the Pokemon Ranger Travis. Ahoy, ahoy, Puckle Crew. Also, Travis, I do want to say uh, everybody gets one paragraph breaks. Paragraph if, breaks. If you hit enter twice on your keyboard, fantastic. Try it. But yeah, just please next time. Uh, uh, ahoy, ahoy, Puckle Crew. The Pokemon Ranger Travis here. The topic is what we thought of the Pokemon graphics. Let me start by saying that I've been a po- been playing Pokemon since Generation 1. I was nine years old when Gen 1 came to the United States. The first Pokemon game I played was the red version using my yellow Game Boy Color. What color was y'all's Game Boy Color? I had the teal one because that was the right choice. I think I had the teal or purple. I think I want to say I had the purple. Those are the two top tier choices, I think. And then like, the, and then followed by like the lime green, then berry, which is the red one. Then transparent. The transparent ones are so cool. The purple transparent favorite. Dude, remember 90s when like everybody, everything was like semi-transparent so you could see the electronics? It was so cool. I love that. The N64 was like the controller's favorite controller. Yes. No, they did that with the controllers. They they have consoles like that too, like N64 consoles. I like uh you can buy shells for like a Nintendo Switch controller as well. That'll do that. You sure can. I've thought about doing that for the Pro controller. I so I bought a used Pro's controller that had like the thumbsticks chewed up so that I could just replace the thumbsticks with new Hall Effect ones. I just haven't gotten around to it yet. Like I have a lot of stuff that I want to mod here in the near future. <laughs> I have like a DS that I'm going to put a capture card in. It's going to be a good time. So maybe I'll do that on stream. Maybe I'll stream me like just modding a bunch of consoles because I do want to I, I want to actually take a GameCube. Shamu actually gave me a, a GameCube he was just holding on to. Um, and I'm going to rip out the disk drive and mod it with a SD card, a mod as well. Yeah, that way you could just you don't have to worry. The disk drives go on those things so easily. So I, I just wanted to do it and get around. You also like reduce noise. It's, it's great. It's just a cool mod. Um, all right. Well, sorry uh, for that. Uh, for that. Um, I had no idea what I was doing at first. My stepbrother who got blue version taught me a little bit of how to play. Once I figured out the gameplay mechanics, I was hooked. At the time, the graphics of the game didn't bother me because I had nothing to compare it to. Oh man, Gen 1 sprites were, uh, were certainly they something. They were sprites! Uh, they certainly represented monsters on the screen, uh, that still give me nightmares. <laughs> uh, that changed once yellow version came out and the sprites were changed to mo- look more like the Pokemon in the anime. And more like the Pokemon in general, like the art of the Pokemon and the art and the sprites just never matched up. And were all different colors based on their typing. Each town you entered had its own color too, which was a nice change, making the game more playable instead of the entire game being all in one color. Yeah, that was actually a really cool change to yellow. Each town was actually the color of its name, which I thought was cool. Did you know they purposely picked the town name colors that way so that you would... uh Based on the colors they had available? Yeah. No, no, not even that. No, they chose the names uh, like Cerulean and Pewter. And Cinnabar, they chose all of those because they were more complicated sounding color names. So that when you were a kid, when you grew up, you didn't realize it was a color until you were older. Oh, I thought it was just to teach you more words. They literally wanted you to like get older and be and like learn the word goldenrod or cerulean and be like, oh, I know that from Pokemon. Oh, see, I learned to read playing Pokemon uh, is part of it. So did I. I I didn't learn how to read, but I learned like certain vocabulary words for sure. I knew a couple colors. Like I knew fuchsia for some reason. Yeah, I knew a couple, but I I didn't know all of them. Uh, I I did learn when I got like the big. I don't. I Sublime might remember. I don't know about you, Seth. We're not actually. No, we're all the same age. No, you're worth the same age, more or less. And uh, they used to have this big chest of Crayola crayons that was like the 128 crayon set or something like that. Oh, I love. Yeah, that was a good. And it had all of the colors of all the Pokemon names in it. <laughs> That's how I learned all the colors. 
Okay, but either way, I digress. Uh, each town you own entered, uh, blah, blah, blah. It was pretty cool that Pikachu followed you around throughout the whole game, and interacting with him was a game changer. The graphics became better in Generation 2, and Gold and Silver versions came out. I saw the difference in graphics of the sprites. They looked better, and the sprites weren't all one color, but had multiple colors, and I thought that was awesome. It, right? It felt so good to play Gold and Silver after Red and Blue. As somebody who likes to do, so I do perler beads for like the sprite still for fun. Uh, it's just like, it's like very relaxing to just like sit and do like that. And you can like put on like a podcast or some music in the background. Um, and it's like easy, low stress, nobody cares. Um, and, uh, I learned a lot about like Pokemon sprites throughout the generations. And so like the gen one sprites have like two colors in their palette. Um, and that's why it's like all mono, all six of them or whatever. Well, well, so, so there's three colors. There's three colors in a Pokemon's palette in, like, yellow version. There's, uh, black and white is in every single Pokemon, and then they get one color. Um, and then when you get the Gen 2, what happens is you get two colors on top of black and white. <laughs> That's the only difference. It's literally, like, the difference between one color and two colors. Yeah, this one's a big email. <laughs> Another feature I thought was cool is that the Pokemon genders had, had genders in these games. The towns themselves all had graphics and colors, too. When Crystal came out, I was pleasantly shocked when my first battle with a wild Pokemon in the game and Sprite had an animation. That's true. It had an animation, and they got rid of that until, like, Gen 4. Mm-hmm. I thought that was the coolest thing. It was nice to see a little realism in the game. Then Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire versions hit the market, and of course, I got both versions, just like the previous games. I played the games, and instantly noticed the graphics were much better, and the colors within the game were more vibrant. I will say that I was a little disappointed that the sprites animations weren't in these games, but in my mind, the enhanced graphics made up for it. Actually, there was a lot more colors in Gen 3 than black and white and two other colors. Tons. Uh, they gave you way more. That was actually kind of the point. They wanted to, like, demonstrate the power of the colors. Yep. That's when Gen 3, like, that's when Pokemon became real to me. I mean, and there were a lot of cool colors. Not a lot of them were warm. So... I will say I was a little disappointed with... Uh, oh, wait, never mind. Uh, I w- uh, when the animations weren't in the game, but the enhanced graphics made up for it. When I got the Emerald version, I was happy to see the sprites animations return. I didn't play any of the Generation 4 or 5 games. I didn't like the pixelated look of the Pokemon, and I thought at the time I didn't like a lot of the new designs. This was also a time when Pokemon was losing popularity, and it wasn't cool to play them anymore. That is actually true. Uh, <laughs> that That is a sentiment I understand, uh, but I did not uh, become victim to. Uh, unfortunately. Well, fortunately for you guys, because that's when I started Puckle. Um, uh, I, did <laughs> get, I did get back into Pokemon playing Pokemon in Generation 6 with Y, and thanks to my leading petty officer supervisor, uh, he was and is a nerd and played Pokemon and helped me get back into it. I was the first at my duty station in Okinawa, Japan. Uh, and a new Navy sailor brought in the Nintendo 3DS and got back into Pokemon. It was shocking to see the 3D graphics of the game and the animation of the Pokemon. No longer 3D, mm. no longer sprites, but 3D models. I knew from then on I'd be playing every generation of the Pokemon games. With Generation 7, Pokemon Sun, Generation 8, Pokemon Sword, and PLA, Generation 9, Pokemon Scarlet, I saw enhanced graphics and the models of the Pokemon seem to be better with each generation of the game. Actually, yeah, I would say the models in Generation 9 are pretty good. They're very good. We'll make the argument that I think the models in Generation 8 look okay as well. Uh, I think they're just two different art styles. Like, they went more and more, more realistic in Gen 9, uh, which is the difference. But they both look good. It was ni- neat to see the uh, the Pokemon in the overworld and Pokemon Sword, even though they were they there was going to a different screen during the battles. I love the seamless Pokemon battles in PLA and the crafting feature. In my opinion, currently, Pokemon Scarlet is the best graphically. Uh, performance-wise, I don't agree, but sure. Um the Pokemon models look great, the animations and seamless battles are cool, and the Pokemon interacting with their environment make them look like actual animals. They even have groups of them throughout the game where the evolved Pokemon are the leader and their uninvolved group in the in their of their uninvolved group of Pokemon. That is cute. They do do that. I do love that. I am also a huge fan of open world gaming ever since playing Skyrim back in the 2011 to current days. <laughs> 
I'm looking forward to what Game Freak and Pokemon do will what will do in Generation Ten. I'll stop e- the email here because it's getting quite long. That's an understatement. <laughs> <laughs> but that is my take on the Pokemon gra- the graphics of Pokemon. Y'all have a great week and keep up the work you do. Puckle is another reason for my love for Pokemon has been strong and remains that way. Thank you, the Pokemon Ranger Travis. Well, thank you, Travis. Thank you, Travis. Very nice. The the auto the auto reply feature in Gmail uh, lets me just click amazing story yeah amazing story (laughs) i've never seen that one i've never seen that amazing story oh that is amazing you know what amazing story alone is worth the green toros (laughs) (laughs) agreed gmail's autofill auto reply i like that it's just like hey i wrote it i wrote like a 500 word essay to you guys and then we just click amazing, amazing story, story. <laughs> thumbs ups it <laughs> yeah only the reaction to the <laughs> message right like, yeah uh yeah now thank you for sending those in uh next week if you would let us know what your top five and bottom five steel types are uh my body is ready all y'all golden go people let it be known go ahead you know, it was just the co-hosts you get. That's sometimes what it comes down to. I tried. I tried, y'all. I'm sorry. You no, know, you literally, you literally, it came down to you proposing it with me in Sublime. I was so busy articulating my argument against Lucario that I couldn't shore up the argument for Golden Go. I'm sorry I failed you. We have a steel ghost type on the list anyway. Yeah, like, it would take a lot of convincing to get me go- Golden Go. Yeah, the superior steel ghost type, I think. Uh, true, true. Certainly from a design perspective. <laughs> yes, for sure. It doesn't look like string cheese. But yeah, Travis, you get the green Taurus badge. Just go to the Discord server and you can get it. Um, but yeah, next week, email us at pucklepodcast.com what your top and bottom five steel types are. If you want to keep up with, uh, with us throughout the week, you can check us out on our Discord at pucklediscord.com. Uh, you can, of course, go over to uh, follow us on Twitter, Facebook. What, Twitter Is it Twitter anymore? I don't know. Um, Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, or whatever we're on. Um, and then you can go ahead and you can follow us on, uh, YouTube and Twitch at twitch.tv slash the puckle podcast and youtube.com slash puckle podcast. Um, streams should return hopefully soon. Uh, hope I really want to, like, I'm sitting here, like, I really want to stream, but then like things keep happening that prevent me from getting in there. Uh, thankfully my travel is done, so I can, like, I don't have to be like, oh, next week I'll be gone forever. Adulting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just done. I'm so happy. I don't have a I don't have a trip planned for work until February. It's over. Until February. It's done. And I'm planning on turning that one also into like a partial vacation. <laughs> uh because it's in Las Vegas, baby. Uh-huh. Um Woo! But yeah. Yeah, that'll be a good time. And then of course you can uh you can always uh help out support the show by either buying cardboard like Seth and myself at trollandtoad.com and using code PUCKLEPOD5 uh, at checkout for a 5% discount. Um, additionally, you can help out this show by going to our Patreon at patreon.com slash puckle podcast. You should hear the uh, Patreon hangout we recorded a couple weeks ago. I meant to post it last week, but I was in DC and did not have time to post it. Uh, so you'll get a preview of it after this. Uh, and it, as soon as you hear it, if it's on this show, it will be on the Patreon for you to listen to. So, uh, that's at the $5 tier. There is a change actually coming to Patreon. I'm going to make it, uh, for December. There's going to be an update to the Patreon and the tiers. Um, a, adding in uh theoretically merch i just gotta figure out how i really want to do merch <laughs> because most of the merch that people ask for patreon does not provide and it's like auto fulfillment feature gotcha yeah people a lot of people have asked for play mats so that might be the return of the puckle play mat <laughs> uh will be uh 
will be upcoming in uh in the in the tcg or in the patreon at patreon.com slash puckle podcast uh so keep a lookout for that if you would like a puckle playmat or I've, i'll probably make the patriot patrons vote on what the first merch thing is going to be in our in our discord so if you want to do that all you gotta do is join to the two dollar tier uh, and you'll get it but yeah uh other than that though guys uh i am gonna go ahead i have been trainer thatch i continue to be sublime and i am lord seth vilo and here in the lavender town radio tower it's closing I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.